Hello everyone, welcome back to Table Stories Dying Order with me, Desby Arix, Katie Peters Plays and Pumpkinberry who are all in houses and Pocket who's in a hallway. Hello, I'm Hello. loitering. Um, <laughs> Pocket's in a hallway, she's plugged a webcam into, just directly into uh, the wall and mm-hmm. I think has hacked into someone else's modem. And, um, that's what's going on with Pocket, because I know everyone's going to be like, What's happening here? Why is she on a headset? Why is she, why is she in the hallway? That's it. That's I've all that's happening. I've become a gypsy. She is I'm now, not traveling. She is now playing, in real life, one of Suna's children in the game. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that's what's, that's what's happening. That's, the, <laughs> that's all those questions out of the way. How's everyone doing? You guys all right? You had a good week? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been crazy and I have a fever, but I'm great and I'm happy to play games for a couple of hours. All right. Well, I'll, I, I can try and distract you from the fever somewhat, but thank you. It's not I as, appreciate it. I feel like role playing and playing D&D and stuff is really good for distracting you from like normal life woes when you're like, oh man, I gotta pay taxes. And then you can just like vanish and become a halfling for two hours and then come back. And go, no, I really have to pay my taxes. <laughs> screwed. But uh, when you actually feel rough, it's it's not always as effective. Sometimes it is. Um, those things under KPP's eyes are, is just stress. That's, that's <laughs> <laughs> <got> real. <laughs> <laughs> it's not makeup. It's just nope. life. Um, Me too, I actually. I just aged. Yeah. Twenty years in a the week. Pure, the pure stress of, of just, <laughs> just being alive. Um, Disby also. Just that's just how Disby looks from the stress of of being a streamer. Yeah, every week, this magically comes out uh, every Sunday. Yeah. This is Disby. Just like as soon as you wake up. No makeup, no filter. Just... I woke up like this, no filter. <laughs> just a completely a seventy-year-old man. Heck yeah! I think I don't think you're quite seventy yet, are you, Bo? Bo's a little younger. Not, not uh, almost, almost. Coming up, coming up to it. Who is the oldest? Which one of you is older? Oh. Ooh. Do you t- do you two know? Do you want to know? I know oh, now because no. I just looked at it right then. Uh oh. Who is the oldest? Place the bets in chat. Who is older, oh. Bo or? Suna. Suna? Mm, oh yeah, I'm, I'm curious. Me? I, I think know. it's you. You've got to be like 69 yeah. years old, right? <laughs> wow, savage. You're perfect. Savage what? attack. I just that's that. All right, I give up. What do you think, KPP? I think Suna's older. Wow, savage. <laughs> I would like to be older. What do you I think, Pocket? He would have. Uh, well, considering someone in my chat said they're older, um, no, I'm gonna go with Bo, 69. Yeah. 
Uh, if you how were to old? pick an age, Bo would be yeah. 69, right? It's, it probably should be. But <laughs> how old are you, Suna? 62. How old are you, Bo? Crud, I don't even know how old I am. <laughs> 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 I, I will change it to 69. 67. Very 67. close. I should be 69. So you were older. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, You're well, a lot more spry than Suna, though. So I assumed, uh, that's the I assumed that you were. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's the elven portion of his mm -hmm. of his blood. Um. Yeah. Sixty-two and whatever you are. Sixty-seven. Sixty-nine. Yeah, he should be sixty-nine. He's not now, though, because I had to actually work out how old each of you was and where you fit into my timeline at one point. And so now none of you sure. can change your ages, <laughs> even though I would love to just retcon his age up to 62. Sure, if you can. You mean 69, because it's only, what, two years older? So the bow that came in with us to the time fucking portal isn't the same bow that came <laughs> so out. You were in there for two years, like it was a hyperbolic yeah. time chamber from Dragon Ball. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Bo probably just lied about his age to get the ladies so he didn't appear as Yeah, old. there you go. So he's probably actually 69. Just he saying. tells everyone 67, but yeah, really, he's 69. Really we 69. know. We know that he's actually 69. All right. Well, um, let's jump back into the game then, shall we? Mm -hmm. the, yes, please. Uh, so a little uh, catch up, because I feel like we've we've come to... If this was a book, you'd probably be at the end of like chapter one or something. I don't know. You, I feel like you've completed a, a particular arc that I had in mind um, in the first 14 episodes. This is episode 15, which really we're blitzing through. Like it doesn't feel like we've been playing this for 15 weeks, but we have. It's been quite the... Yeah, it's, it's fun. Um, it's crazy. Yeah, the um, so it's been a wild ride so far. The beginning, uh, all four of you were just whipped up and thrown into this place, which I call the boundary. I think the Inquisition on Discord call it the tower because that's what um, Suna calls it. Um, and there's some there's a whole lot of theory crafting going on around what that is, but essentially you were all drawn there by this thing called Ahi. That is a an avatar of the gods, speaks for the gods, and it basically threw you into a race. It it told you that you're now the four chosen um, jockeys for this for this race against the gods and their their secondary avatar's symbol. Um, you were told that you needed to go to four different gates around the world. These these gates of um, power, these places of power. And you were given these items and uh, essentially told to go there. The items are kind of keys and they act like a, a thing that you can um, draw power from to enhance yourselves at these gates. Symbol also enhances himself at these gates and things like that. Um, and essentially the, the thing Ahi told you that you have to hit all four of these gates before Symbol does and you'll win the race. And then that allows you guys the option to face down the gods in a in a fight basically it, it allows mortals to challenge gods in a fight without that race uh, the race being won you would have just simply been wiped out um it claimed that like snow would fall um and essentially by the time the snow 
is finished falling, you guys, the mortals, uh, would all be wiped out. Um, that is kind of what the dying order is. It's a, it's a final command. Uh, however, you went to your first gate location after traveling through Dustvale, um, where there was no snowfall. However, the rest of the world, there was snowfall. Most of the rest of the world, there was snowfall that begun. Um, Dustvale is just so hot that even, like, god-level magic snow doesn't cover the place. It's like a famous myth, um, that it's just so hot that there's not even, like, water just doesn't exist there. There's no lakes, there's nothing. Um, but while you were there, there was snow falling around the world, and you guys went to this first gate, the gate of time. Two of you took the power of the gate while you were there, um, and two of you didn't. So you two, two of you still have your trinkets, um, which are mystery boxes basically right now. Two of you have the chronomancy skills. And during the week, I gave you to the blurb and stuff of essentially what you can do with that chronomancy. Um, mechanically, it's a total homebrew thing, by the way. So anyone watching who doesn't know what D&D is, or anyone playing that doesn't know what D&D is, because we've got a couple of scrubs, it's just a total hack that I've hacked in and uh, I've just bullshitted my way through. But there is a couple of chronomancy classes on online that I took some inspiration from. Um, so thank you those people that created those that allowed me to steal it. Um, they didn't. <laughs> um, incoming DMCA. The While you were in the gate of time, however, there was uh, a visitor from the future. Future Aura showed up and she was badass. She wasn't rolling ones every week. She was... Awesome. She wiped out in like one hit the eye monster thing that you guys were struggling to uh, to defeat. And she claimed that the race that you were put on was just a bullshit. It was just a bullshit race. And that essentially her, her crew of you four, the versions of you that she was part of, have already done the whole thing. And then they discover too late at the end that it is in fact not uh, really a race or, or any real... It's, it's just a game that's being played by not even the gods, but a singular greater god called Deavaki. Um She said that you, you in the future had already done all the research and they'd worked it out, but it was too late. And that you still have a chance. So by giving you some information, you should hopefully be able to leapfrog all the stuff that they had already, they, they worked out too late. Um, she also said that they defeated Ahi, but it was a really bad idea, and it, 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 it did something bad, created a big bad wobble. Um, she said find Sauna's mother, and that really is your only thing to go on. As you've completed the Gate of Time section, you, uh, you found yourselves back in that boundary place with Ahi again who was a little curious as to why you wanted to go to Alexandria, because there is no gate location here. Ahi kind of worked out or knows or assumed or jumped the gun oh, when, he's you guys, when you guys went to um, Alexandria, you guys jumped into the portal and Ahi then said, fine, the dying order is over. They have chosen not to participate in the race anymore and instead of symbol racing you he set symbol on you like an attack dog and said go and find them and kill them and you guys stepped out of the gate pretty much stepping out of the race 
and deciding to take future auras um advice or or information and seek out Suna's mother. Suna kind of has this strange connection with this person that is seemingly her mother. Um in that she seems to be aware of kind of these these elements about where she is. Oh my god. She's gone. She's done. I broke everything. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I thought you had prepared something for when I mentioned your mother and now some oh, crazy no, no, shit no, no, was no. going to happen. It's just, it's it's breaking. So please hold. It's okay. Oh, I'm God. still wrapping stuff oh, up. You got time. We're good. We're good. She, um, the story that she told you as a child is that you were, uh, you were, um, born in Dustvale and that you that she met your father in Dustvale. He was just a traveler, I think she told you. Just a just a nomad. Um, however, you had a sort of an, an interesting insight into what you assumed to be your father and your mother meeting in the forest um, of Bame, in the Bame Woods in Alexandria. When you were inside of this memory and in this kind of dream state, she seems to have spoken to you directly, somehow, being able to speak to you through this reverie. And uh, she showed you a, a tarot card of the tower. And she seemed shocked and confused that you were even there and involved. Yeah, well, I was shocked and confused that she's a liar. <laughs> um, however, um, you guys all step out through this portal. Aura is able to locate and activate these portals. I think Aura kind of worked out for the first time that really it's all on her, where these things go. Um, how to access them and open them and things. She's the only one of you that seems to be able to locate them and open them. And she brought you close to the village of Bame in Alexandria, which is also coincidentally Aura's home. Um, although you stepped out into a forest of oaks and elms, um the aura you should have instantly recognized but didn't because it was covered in snow there was just thick snow inches and inches of snow um and you were confused you didn't understand that you were there snow doesn't fall in bame like i think that maybe it has fallen like you know in, in once in forever but you're in the amount of time that you've lived there which is pretty much your entire life it's never had any snow definitely nothing like this um it's been cold. You have you have pretty much all four seasons, but Alexandria doesn't really get too too cold. Um, it's a little warmer of a climate, apart from in the mountains to the north of where you are. Um, it was Buns the bird that really kind of set off in one direction. You decided to follow, and as you did so, you came out and realized that you were actually really quite close to where your house is um, in. In Bame. Now, when we first saw your house, it was like a little cottage in the, in the summertime. For the record, everyone, as well. It is summer. It's late summer. It'd be the equivalent of, like, our August, I think. Um, but it wouldn't be... There shouldn't really be snow anywhere, you know, unless you're in a in the North Pole. Um, and three of you are from Alexandria, so you experience the same kind of climate, pretty much, always. Um... I don't think yet the other two have been to Bame before, but you'd know of it pretty pretty well enough. Um, and I'll give you guys some information on that if you want it. You kind you have as well the uh, 
Alexandria handout. Remember, which I'll show you all again. Just if you scroll down, it does have a couple of little blurbs about what the place is kind of like. Um, so Aura, where we left off, you reached out for your door handle. Um, you were pretty convinced that this was actually your your home. It wasn't a dream or anything like that. Um, and a little meta knowledge, it really is. Um, you're not inside of another one of these dreams. There's no wibbly wobbly time stuff going on. Um, because Suna kind of worked out that the time is correct. It, it, you're, it, using the stars, she was able to determine that it, it's not like 400 years in the future or anything crazy like that. Um, and all four of you, I think, approached Aura's home, this kind of cabin on the edge of the woods. And it's a it's a farmland cabin, isn't it? I mean, I think you can describe it. I do have an image just as a placeholder kind of image, um, just to give you guys a kind of idea, just for something to look at. Um, wait, it's not that one. It's the original one. That's what it just looked like. And uh, It's so cute. Yeah, and I, this is just kind of an idea, but um, I think KPP, Ori, you can tell me, like, what what we see when you, uh, from kind of from the outside and also the outskirts. I think you're on the BAME um, woods edge, and it runs kind of around the north side of both your cabin and also the north side of, of town. Town would be uh, west, east of you. There's probably a road that leads down to town. I don't know exactly how far away from town you are, but I doubt it's too far. Um, Aim is a kind of a lumbering town, like a it, it's a it's a milling lumber town. There are some farms on the outskirts, um, but for the most part, all commerce comes from lumber. Um, the the whole town is run um, by the the lumber mills and the people work pretty much entirely on logging and stuff like that it really is it's like canada um it's just entirely built on logging there is nothing else that comes out of it apart from brian adams um and fame has only one celebrity or oakville <laughs> um so uh yeah what, what are we looking at when when you're from the outside of this cabin before everybody heads in it's well it's covered in snow which is abnormal for your farm if it's still active is probably ruined yeah we have like raised beds on the side of the house with lots of little tomato plant or what were tomato plants and carrots and herbs and um behind that there would be rows but you can't see it because it's covered in snow but like rows and rows of farm just farmland um and it's just a cozy little log cabin. There's stacks of woods on the side. Um, just because we cooked when it wasn't snowing, we would just cook and have fires in the house. But I'm glad that we have that now, especially since it's like a scary winter situation. There's a long road that leads to town. Um, you can't see the town, but it's walkable to go to town. And so we live just on the outskirts of the forest and it opens up and there's a tiny little house and then just farm land for miles. I think um, maybe Suna's not too aware of pretty much anything that goes on in even maybe Alexandria. I don't know why you would. Especially oh, not no, like absolutely a, not. 
I don't think any either of uh, Bo or Ellie would really understand anything that goes on locally in Bame. You'd just be like, oh, it's just a bumpkin town. <laughs> you know, like, it's barely even a town. It's, uh, it's a village that's, that's swelled a little bit on this logging industry thanks to the train. Um, the, the town itself, there are, there are settlements and towns and smaller places all across Alexandria that aren't on the map that I gave you guys. Um, but they, none of them really deserve a train, right? Like the train is like a big deal. Um, it's pretty rare. This is one of the towns that doesn't necessarily deserve a train, but because it has strong oak wood and timber and stuff, um, it does have a, a train station because of that. A lot more people come here, um, to work and, and to get jobs and things. For the most part, I think, um, Ori, you're really the only person with any information on fame. There's, there's a big forest here. It's called the Bame Woods, but it is a forest. It's a huge forest that sits across the top and, uh, northern edge of the map. Um, there is, and again, did I give you, I gave you the, I'm going to click it again for myself. Give everyone else an idea of what Alexandria looks like, just to show you if you're in the stream. Um, the Bane Woods is here. There are the Colossal Peaks, which run across the north. And it's just a huge set of mountains that you can see from pretty far away. Um, but the Bane Wood is a huge, huge wood. And the uh, the oak here is exceptionally strong. So they use it all across Alexandria. It gets shipped out to everywhere. It's, it's made on the, the northern um, side for people listening. On the very northern side of town, yeah. Everything else below that is, is just open plains land for the most part in Alexandria. There are small forests and things. Um, Aura knows that this is like a typical forest. Like it, it's it, it, in terms of a fantasy forest. There's all sorts in here. Trolls, ogres, goblins, wolves, classic. Um, I think Aura spends a, a decent amount of time in this forest. Um, but most people probably don't. Um, unless they're the woodsmen that live in town. and They don't even, nobody ventures too far in. It's logging. They log an area and then move on to the next section um the place is run by pretty much a family called the pyre hearts and the actual town the village nearby is uh almost exclusively run by this one family the mayor is a pyre heart and the guy that owns and runs the pretty much the entire logging industry here is a pyre heart as well um, they have a pretty decent control of everyone and everything. You, you get the sense, probably, Aura, that they have a hand in every business in town, to a degree. Um, probably one or two of the Pyreheart men have, uh, come to your farm to offer you money for it and things like that before. Um, I doubt you've ever sold. I don't know why you would have done. But there's, there's a strong arm on that side that comes from them. Um, really, there isn't, there isn't really any, uh, any other tension in town. It's, it's pretty chill, I think. And it's just small town vibe. Um, but you're here on the outside of it. And I think, Aura, you go to open this door. Um, and as you put your hand on that, that door handle, you have a moment where you see now on your hand, on the back of your hand, that there is this new symbol, this tattoo almost. There is a, um, 
a, a white marking that is in the shape of a an hourglass. It's not probably even to your your you're like white like as in like my hoodie here white like paper white um pale right i'm more flesh toned but i'm very very pale oh then you would see it because this is this is is just a it would look like um when in inert it would just look like a one of those white tattoos that you can get it, it would look just like a tattoo i think wouldn't look like anything crazy um, and as you go to reach out and uh, and touch this door handle, I think you probably noticed that for the first time. Um, and as you do touch the door the door handle, you're inundated with these memories again. Um, and I think it's probably quite strange to have this happen, but also I think it feels very natural to you now. While you guys were in the gate of time, all of you had these odd experiences where you were placed into the shoes of someone else um and it felt both like a memory of your own and like a dream state whereas now i think for you or as you experience this it's a lot more comfortable almost as if you're in control of it it's not terrifying it doesn't feel like a nightmare it doesn't feel like an out-of-body experience or anything like that i think you just witness it and you it's almost like an understanding kind of like as you touch something you are able to draw an understanding of like the history of the item sometimes and it's not gonna this isn't one of your chronomancy powers per se that you can just be like i touched the thing and i can do the detect magic spell um or anything like that you do notice that as you touch this door handle back of your hand that symbol glows a bright white everyone else would see it as well although i think for everyone it would be a, a momentary thing if you're next to i think actually it was just aura and ellie here at this point so um maybe ellie you notice the back of her hand light up and it and it creates such a glow that i think it shows across the front of this doorway um i was i was out back uh getting more fire that's true actually yeah you're not here yeah, so aura you're alone joined, no i think we had joined them by this point because she yeah. shouted and then we came up yeah Aura, as you touch this door handle you suddenly see memories of its past the past of this house and you see a young man um probably unfamiliar to you being handed a sword that is very familiar to you your sword um a young man maybe only 12 or 13 but quite young um as they hand this huge sword down to him and he struggles to hold it up the, the blade end falling to the ground then you see the same young man but now much older 18 19 maybe and a young woman with him and they're kind of laughing and dancing together by the fireplace it looks like it's dark outside there's moonlight spilling in and in the same moment you see a colder night the fireplace not lit you see the woman crying alone in one room and the man sitting alone at the kitchen table draped in shadow then you see the woman open this very door to you she looks down and sees a child just wrapped and alone in a basket on the doorstep and then i think you open the door and you enter into your own home here what does it look like in this cabin in this house in this cottage just really quick the tattoo i'm just clarifying is it the same as the poop symbol <laughs> well it is i mean it can look kind of how you want 
Um, okay. It's an it's an hourglass um, in in shape. In okay. In the uh, when you saw it on Future Aura, I gave you an idea that it looked something like this, and it was quite complex. Um, but if you want it to look some other way, that's totally fine. No, I, I like that. I just like. was for my head. I just wanted to understand if it was similar to what we. It's had not seen. like a scratchy thing, no. But it, it's okay. It's a lot more. Uh, yeah, it can, it can be as simple or as complex as you you kind of want it to be. Um, okay. But yeah, it, it it's not the poopy symbol. No, poopy symbol okay. was just a, just a vague outline. It was just like, oh, that could be an hourglass okay. dragged along the ground. So when I open this door, it's got the feel of like a very rustic cabin. It's got the wood paneling on the walls. There's a fireplace. A wood fire stove um, set on some stone and it's not lit right now but there's a kettle on top and it's made of cast iron. There's wooden rocking chairs and blankets and there's one room off to the side of this living space that has a big bed in it and then there's one room to the other side that has a smaller bed in it and you can tell that all the cooking and living happens in this one room. There's a spiral staircase that leads up to a little loft area. And there's just, there's antlers on the wall and there's what looks like landscape pictures that you wouldn't buy from a shop that maybe or his mother painted. And uh, there's bookshelves everywhere just filled with old books and a little desk in the corner next to the wood fire stove that had little like a little glass that looked like it would be used to germinate flowers or not flowers or plants and just start sprouting um, but they haven't been used in a very long time and so I walk in and I immediately go to the wood fire stove to start lighting it and I leave the door open even though it's cold outside so everybody knows they could just come right in yeah I think um yeah Ellie can bring some firewood the other the other two finally, you know, step inside and you get a fire going. Um, everything seems to be the same. There isn't like a thick layer of dust on anything. Um, if the amount of time that you've been missing is relative, you've only really been gone six days, this being the sick going into the evening now, because it's now getting dark outside. Um, as you get the, uh, the fire going, you'd assume that it... You, it's just after sunset, maybe, just as, as you guys had come through and you get this fire going and prepare the uh, um, the fire. And uh, I think probably everyone comes in, you guys settle for a moment, prepare, take off your stuff for the first time, you know, put your packs on the ground, um, any weapons and things, finally unloaded. Um, what is Buns doing? I have a little cage in my room, but the door is always open on it. And it has it's a little perch that he goes and hangs out on during the night. And so he just flew in there and landed. Do you see him back in. do this or does he just do it? I can hear him chirping in the other room. So I've just assumed that he's flown in there to do that. So I think everybody settles down 
um, maybe sits around. You said there was like a table, kind of, like a central, yeah, comfortable area, living mm -hmm. room. There's like a table next to the wood fire stove, just like a round wooden table with four chairs around it, and just like living, basic living room, like rocking chairs, uh, what looks like a homemade couch, just right. kind of stuffed with something fluffy, and it's kind of lumpy. Yeah, it would be. It would be like. Probably be like sheep's, just un like wool, mm -hmm. <laughs> untended almost. Um, but pretty, it's still pretty comfortable. I think you, you guys are used to sitting on floors, and, and unless you go somewhere where there's real finery, which I don't think any of you really would have spent much time around. Um, then uh, yeah, then it would probably be quite cozy, quite comfortable. So I think all of you, I presume all of you would sit down. No, um, I, no, I would not. No, I, I'm immediately going through her cupboards and I'm, oh, this is so lovely, Aura. What a nice house you have. I just look I over. Find over. something to, uh, to make for us to eat. Uh, yeah, there's blood. There should be some stuff in there. I, I've canned some things. Um, there might oh, be some jam. Look at these tomatoes. And it's I would get tomatoes. a kettle going. I can do something with this for sure. Yes, please, oh, whatever yeah. you can put together is fine with with me. This place is great. I find myself the comfiest looking chair I can find and rest my, my feet up on the table, take off my booties. Oh, I'm loving life right now. Just as I see him doing that, there's a blanket over the back of the couch and I walk over and just kind of toss it into his lap. Oh, I know it's a little cold in here. It should warm up soon. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. That's all right. We haven't had a fire or anything like that in days. This will be lovely. And I think just because of everything we've just been through, I feel weird being back here and just feeling safe. Yeah. So I just nervously mill about, like, busying myself with filling the kettle and getting mugs down and... Just kind of moving about with no real direction. Give me a perception check. Okay. Five. Five. Cool. Everything seems fine and the same. Okay. okay. Uh, we have. We should rest. I think that we should rest. Yes, I agree with that. I am quite tired. What an event that was. It doesn't snow here. What? You you mentioned that. What do you mean it, it doesn't snow? It, do, it doesn't it snow here. No, not like I've never seen this. I didn't even recognize the woods when we first got here. That's a little alarming. There's a town nearby we could get. I know Ellie said she needed some arrows. Do you want to do that tonight or? No, I, I mean, maybe in the morning. That sounds nice. I think everyone could enjoy a nice mulled wine or something. I think, I, is that what this is? These bottles here? Uh, yeah, those are. Perfect. I, we don't make those, or I, I guess I don't make them. 
those um, are from the town. There's a That's man right. named Jerry. He makes them. Maybe Jerry. you could meet him. Yeah. Oh, I would love to meet him. I would also like to meet this, uh, his name starts with an A. Forgive my memory. Uh, oh, I don't, well, he's, he's in the woods. I don't know that you'd be able to meet Alvin. Oh, you can't avoid it forever. Ha, I want to meet this young man who has stolen your heart. And I just like kind of quizzically look at her because I know who Alvin is. <laughs> and just like, yeah, I, but he lives in the forest. It's it's a long hike, especially with this weather. I do hope he's okay, though. Well, maybe we'll have to go check on him. Is he your bow and wink? Like, yeah, but no. The most important question is: Is your your local plastic surgeon? I gotta find one of those. You got one in town? <laughs> um, we have a doctor. Um, I'm not sure if he does plastic surgery, but I, I, we could ask. He's very, very skilled. Ooh. Um, he doesn't care for me too much, but if you go in, I can show you his office. Um, what do you mean he doesn't care for you too much? As they're like, a... as they're like saying this, I just drop a ton of wood at the doorway, and I'm like, "Bo, ain't nobody gonna save that ass." And I just I start good stacking. Money. <laughs> yeah, but the kids all stole it. Remember, you let the kids steal it from you. <laughs> That's well, it. Uh... I just start stacking up wood. It's like all wet, so I'm just trying to get it to dry so we can have it throughout the night. So. Well, this doctor is good. He might be able to salvage something. Well, what about the part where he doesn't like you very much? Tell us well, more if about he does, that. If he doesn't know who that I'm bringing, I, I, I'll just bring you to the office and then you can go in yourself. No, uh, he's no, a pyre but heart. why doesn't he like you? Well, the, the pyre hearts run the town. They've never really been very fond of me. Oh, because you well, own need- land and you're... You're not in their family. No, I'm just different. Well, I need someone to go in there and hold my hand. I'll do it, Bo. As oh, long as you, you let me laugh, too. What? No laughing. Okay, okay, just... I'll keep it in my... Okay, I'll go. I'll go. You, you, you bite your tongue. I want to check you. out these... I want to check out these pyre hearts. I want to see what they're about now. I'll be... I'll be nice. I'll, I'll try and be nice, too. Okay. Deal. But for now, help yourself to any food. Um, that room was my parents' room. I don't know if anyone's keen on sharing. Um, this is my room. And then up in the loft, there's a another few places we could put blankets down. Oh, well, I'm just happy to be sit by the fire, so someone else can have a bed. Oh. oh, I mean, I don't mind being up in the loft. That way you ladies could have your privacy. I won't go peeking or nothing. Just uh, there's a wardrobe up there. There's blankets and pillows and some cushions oh, you could put on the floor. No. Hey, I call up. I call up there. Fine. Okay, well, you get down here. I'll go up there. Is there uh, windows up there? This food is almost ready. Brad, what should I roll for this? And you're making food? Yes. Hmm. Let me think. Usually it's survival, which is wisdom-based, but unless you want to argue anything else, I'd go with survival, I imagine. 16. There you go. You can make whatever you want on a 16, pretty much. OK. 
Hey, I imagine there's you don't have any like cured meat or anything like that hanging. It's been like six days. I don't know if you if have it, any in a freezer or anything. If it, we, this is a dumb question. Would we have freezers? Um, I don't well, you think could have so. Like a, ice box you would yeah guess... you you would probably have like larders and mo i think probably here there's there's maybe some like fangled tech in in bologna or somewhere in the big city but out here yeah. it's it's probably just cured meat and salted and things like that for the most part um okay to, to preserve it there isn't any crazy preservatives i hung some up by the kitchen i don't know if it's moldy though Oh, um, no, it's wonderful. That'll be perfect. The stew's almost ready. Couple more minutes. I will have made tea for everybody and just the herbal tea, and I'm just walking it around mindlessly handing it, not even asking if they want it. I'm just kind of giving them a cup Ooh. of hot tea. Ooh, I'm up in lovely. the loft, and I want to go through her wardrobe. What do I find? <laughs> I don't know. What does she find? Like clothing-wise. Well, that's not my bedroom. Oh, what do I find then? <laughs> up there, there's probably like a broom. Um, there's so many blankets, like almost too many. Like, why do they have so many blankets? Um, a bunch of pillows. It's like a it's like a, a hall closet in like a regular house nowadays where it has like towels and. I go to her bedroom like if she doesn't find me or see me. I go to her bedroom instead. <laughs> Well, my bedroom's right off the living room area. Okay. So she I, I, I walk up to her, I'm like, there's no clothing up there. Where, where's your clothes? You said there's a wardrobe up there, but there's nothing in it. Well, there's a wardrobe with stuff for sleeping and storage. I, what, you need clothes? And I look at my clothes and they're just like drenched because I was out in the, the snow for so long. Uh, All of your clothes probably look terrible, by the way, because you've been fighting yeah. things in a desert, we and then the like, eyeballs fall on us. You've got yeah. you've got like wounds that have been healed and dried with like dried blood and cuts and rips to some of the clothing and yeah. stuff. And I think you all look pretty rough and dirty. And so I'm just like I I just really really want to get out of this for a little while. Yeah, just go into my bedroom. There's a big wardrobe in there, and there's lots of stuff. I, okay, I go in and I pick out the girliest thing you have, just because, just because. I feel like it's like a frock. <laughs> it's just like, it's like long sleeve, turtleneck, black dress that goes past your knees. The real question is, have you ever worn it? No, it's like it's never yeah. been worn. So it's like and, a piece of brand new clothing. <laughs> and I've, I've never worn a dress. So I put it on because I've never worn a dress. So I'm just like, I walk out in it and I just look awkward. Like I don't know how to walk. And I'm like, oh, this oh, is new. That looks. I got your looks... pajamas, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. It looks, they're very comfortable. Yeah, you can sleep in these. Have you worn it? It looks kind of new. It smells new. No, I, I, um, I've just had it for a long time. Never got around to wearing it, oh. but you can keep that. I mean, it looks great on you. Yes. Yeah, very flattering. <laughs> I, I just oh, want to sleep in it. nice. <laughs> I walk up and I'm like, thanks, Bo. And I slap him on his ass. Yeah! And I just walk away. <laughs> Still All right, everybody hard. sit down at the table here. I, I It's ready. Or tell me more about these Pyreheart people. Oh, they, they've run the town since I can remember. Even before I was born, it's been like one of those passed down 
generation to generation. Are they like um, tyrants? No, they just kind of run the town. Um, royalty is a bad way to put it, but... Royalty. Like uh, uh, the son, or their most recent son, he's the doctor. Oh. So they're rich. They're just a rich family in a yeah. small town. They, they do well. Um, there's a market. I, I usually have a, a stall and I sell produce, but um, I look out the window just at the <laughs> snow and I have a minor panic attack just thinking about, oh God, what am I going to do? Oh, don't worry. Most of those are perennials. They'll grow back. I know. I I go into the forest sometimes and I gather supplies there and sell it. The villagers don't want to go out and get themselves. Um, but uh, lots of people sell things like the meld wine or that, but the fire hearts take a cut. Hmm. Well, as long as everyone's happy, I guess it doesn't matter. Here, have some wine. Nice and warm. I'll take a glass from her. I sit very Ellie fashion, like I'm in this and I'm just like, legs open, just like sitting there, like no girliness about it. Like, I just don't know how to act in any sort of dress type thing, but it's so comfortable and it's so much better than what I was wearing. I don't take any wine though. I grab the water. I'll, I'll have yours then. Uh, yeah, you should. I, I need some, I need some water. Is anyone sitting here in this rocking chair? No, it's all yours. Oh, wonderful. You sit in the rocking chair? Oh, absolutely. You feel like you've sat in that rocking chair before for a moment. You get a strange sensation of deja vu and then it passes. Very comfortable, Laura. Does anybody else need clothes? Oh, I can get some. Don't oh, Bo, me. I think there's another dress in there for you if you want to go get uh, it. I, I would I, not be caught dead in that. No, uh, thank you. God, thanks. <laughs> I just don't care. I'm just like, I don't even care. I'm comfortable. <laughs> no, no, that's all right. I'll, I'll get some at the in town tomorrow. Brad? Yes. Would there, if my, no, oh. sorry, this is like, I guess I can send you a message. Well, um, I sent you some info on the pie hearts. Um, okay. The main pie hearts in town. There's a lot of them. Um, that's the main family and the ones that have any influence, really. And there's a bunch of cousins and stuff like that. Um, okay. In terms of the town, just to give you a kind of idea, um, there's like a... Uh, there's maybe only like a thousand people that live here, maybe less. Um, it's that kind of a population. Um... <laughs> the doctor is 17 because you made him 17 um, hey. and uh, <laughs> and um, the old doctor died at the beginning of the year and that's it was mysterious um, but now somehow a pie heart is the doctor um, there's a tavern it's called the witch's stallion um, which is not owned by the pie hearts but they do absolutely secretly own it um at the center of town there's a market square which is pretty much the the um dead center of town um it's also where people meet there isn't like there isn't like a big um 
uh, like town hall or anything like that. Like again, it, um, the Pyre Hearts really do kind of just run this place um, their own way. They're just involved in everything. Um, it seems like they kind of founded the place however long ago and they've just run it and built it around that. Um, so it doesn't seem odd to anyone that they're like involved in everything. It, it really does feel like they're home and they're in kind of control of it. I don't think it would seem too weird to Suna either. You're from Dustvale where each individual town is run by a chancellor under their own kind of set of rules. Um, and they report to uh, the king. Used to be an emperor. Same kind of thing though. Um, and uh, they just each town is run by its own set of governing rules by one person who does ultimately report to someone else. And this town, although the rest of Alexandria isn't really run this way, is, is run in a similar way. It's kind of... Uh, it's run the old way. These are the old ways. It's not really caught up with the new technologies and all these airships and fangled things. Um, it doesn't even really have its own policing system. It kind of relies on um, a small amount of Alexandrian military might that comes in over from Caspian Wharf if there's anything really bad. Um, but for the most part, the Pie Hearts just have their own men and stuff. Um, so if there's ever an, like a, an ogre that appears, it's dealt with by them. Um, you might have been involved in things like that as well. If anyone can wield a sword, they're just expected to just deal with the, the orcs that are here. Um, there's a goblin in the barn. You know, you just deal with it yourself. Again, it's very kind of run uh, its own way. Um, the town is kind of just a... Usually it's a bustling village, but it's mostly just burly loggers with horse and wagon bringing timber from the... the camps and um, logging areas in the north of town and bringing them down towards the south of town which is where the train station is um, other than that it, there's just a few things in town there's a there's like a general store there's a doctor there's a library there's a few stores that you frequent a lot hunting and arms which is um, where you go and get your sword sharpened um, maybe too many times a week um, you don't need to do it that often but you go there there's a general store, there's, um, there's an alchemist, there's a jeweler, there's the tavern. Really, that's kind of it. There's not really anything else to do in town. Um, any other questions? Most of these places aren't run by an actual pyre heart, but they all pay like a tax kind of thing. Um, so yeah, I think you kind of, uh... And if you want just some information, you can just ask me. I know pretty much everyone in town now. Because <laughs> it's not big. It's not a big place. Um, I think, you know, you, you recognize almost everyone, kind of. You have that sensation where you're like, I, kinda, I know that face, I know that face. Um, whether you know them personally or not, it's just up to you and things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, again, Pie Hearts run everything. They have their own set of men. They have their own manor house, which is up by the mills in the north. There's there's three kind of sections. There's where you are on the outskirts um, to the west. And there's the center of town, which is the most of it. And then there's a northern portion, which has just pretty much got the mills and the lumber yards. And also, it's where the pie hearts just live in this big manor of their own, of wealth. Um, both the uh, mayor lives there and his son, Clark, who runs the entire logging business. 
don't know what the question was, but hopefully that answers some of it. <laughs> but I think okay. I think you just needed some fame context, right? So there you go. Yeah, and well, I specifics. Well, I'll, I'll RP it out. You too. can you can um, question me on anything if you want to be like, is there a dude? It's fine. You can okay. also just make it up. That's why there's a seventeen-year-old doctor. I don't mind. <laughs> fine. <laughs> this is your town. You're from. Here. I'd look. I'd look over at Suna and oh, what was your mother's name? Oh. Uh, well, this is embarrassing. Uh, I I don't actually know. I've always called her mum. Uh, oh, do you have a sh- shared surname? No, we don't really have those. My people say away, but we're all called say away. I don't even know if she went by that. When she says say away, I'm going to go over to the bookshelf because my mother was the librarian and she kept records. Can I see if there's like an index of people who've come through the town or notes of people who have been through here? Do you think that would be here? Do you th- is that the type of person your mother was? She was kind of a busybody. And so she, I mean, it might be at the library, but she also had a tendency to bring stuff home and work on it at night. So the library is now run by a woman called Joan Adley, which I'll give you the info on as well. She <clears throat> is pretty old, um, and she was uh, left in charge by your mother. And uh, the, um, but I, I don't see why, I don't think, I think it's become more of a town thing now, the library. Um, so I don't, I would imagine that this book, if you're looking for it, would be here. And I think you can probably find something like a ledger of, of sorts like that. Um, mm-hmm. I imagine if you spend a few minutes looking through it, you don't see anything from from any Sayway people. I, I, I don't think there's almost any chance they would have come all the way up. Yeah. Okay. I kind of mutter, like under my breath and turn around uh, tomorrow we should go to the library all right I, I, I don't expect we've we've been here I mean she told me she'd never been to Alexandria before but I think that's a lie did she lie a lot we, I don't know but uh, maybe I don't really have a lot to go off of. I didn't see her very often, if you know what I mean. Well, um, maybe Joan at the library. She might know or have seen. Did you look, do you look like your mom? I don't know. Probably a little bit. Okay. She's got better skin, though. I don't know what to say to that, so I just kind of stand there. <laughs> and Well, maybe we should get some sleep tonight, and then we can take a trip to town in the morning? That sounds nice. If it's Good to me. the same to you, I'd like to just sit by the fire for a little while longer. I'm already but- asleep. <laughs> I kind of like sat down in a corner, and then I'm just like sleeping like this. In a dress. Yeah, in a dress and everything. Like, I'm just out. I'm zonked out near the fire. So. Should we Still. maybe try to take her to, to a more comfortable place to sleep? I she looks, and I by we, I mean you, Aura. 
You're much stronger than I am. <laughs> I like kind of look at her and just kind of go, eh, she's probably right. And try to lift Ellie up. What if she When she tries to lift me up, I grab my dagger and put it to her throat. Okay, that's okay. Okay, I'm going to put you down. Oh, and I just slowly place oh, no, her down to the ground. All right. Oh, I was just, and I like, oh, I'm sorry. I just was, oh, I thought, did I fall asleep? Oh, yes. did. Oh, maybe I thought I we would put you in a more comfortable sleeping place. <gasps> oh, you're right. On my part. I, I must just... be really tired. Uh, no, it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I look no, at her. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to go to bed. If that's all right. Oh, yeah, that's where I was going to bring well. you. So, yeah, if you want to take yourself there. Yeah, I'll just, and I just like walk off, mumbling like to myself, don't even know what I'm saying. After that, I just kind of go, I'm going to, I'm going to go to bed too. And just turn around and head into my bedroom and not close the door fully, but close it over. And don't sound like a bad idea. And I I quickly head back to that comfy uh, chair I was uh, once sitting up on. And then I notice a bookshelf and perhaps some erotica. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> I didn't take uh, aura for a whole. I'm going to grab one and uh, have a read before I go to sleep tonight. See the way I, she I, lights I, up I, about Alvin. Of course, she, she's a romantic. <laughs> oh, uh, Sona, uh, don't, don't mention this, okay? This, oh, that... never. Your secret's safe with me. You can leave. You can leave another one on the table for me. I'll read it oh, in a bit. She's got quite the collection. It seems. She has a very eclectic collection of books. To be honest, it's, it's, there's a lot of different things here. Most of them pertain to like farming and botany and and survivalism. Um, but then they just kind of they arrange. I think probably range all over the shop. I would imagine like they're just everything from erotica to the history of snow. As in John. John Snow. Game of the full yes. Game of Thrones is on there. <laughs> Has everything. Sleep well, Bo. You sleep well too, Zuna. Enjoy I... that read too. Oh, thank you. I suspect I will. Uh, yeah. Oh. Go on. I would like to. How often does this um? Deja vu happen. Because I know. What are you doing right now? Still sitting in the chair. Mm. For you, the um, deja vu is. I think probably it does happen to you a lot. Yeah, I think that's it's probably a, 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 a pretty normal feeling for you. But I think the intensity and the frequency has been up since beginning this quest since beginning this journey that you're on now um now uh you also have a tattoo on the back of your hand same thing um you i think from some strange innate part of yourself will be aware that the deja vu is unrelated to that chronomancy skill okay um, in this instance, not necessarily like I don't think they, you would feel to you as deja vu now. In the same way that Aura just got that kind of, I understand where this 
house has been. I understand just some extra information about it mm. naturally just by touching this door handle. Um, it doesn't it, I don't think it would feel like a deja vu necessarily as as opposed to just I am using a a, a, a magic, an arcane ability that I have now. Deja vu feel, will feel deja vu. It will just feel strange. And, okay, like um, normal deja vu, which I experience normal, fairly yeah, but, often. Yeah, I, okay. I think so. I think it's just part so of uh, your daily I know life. That she, yeah, she experiences weird stuff. Like, yeah, so I imagine that that's okay. Um, I would like to try something though. Once mm-hmm. everyone's asleep, maybe forty-five minutes after everybody's sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, I want to try to find Mum. How would you like to do that? Have I been able to do this before? Um, Because I know she has a weird connection to her children. Yeah. Um, I think that's up to you, honestly, if you want to make that decision. Um, It's up to you. I I can make it for you if you'd like. I think I have respected her distance so far. So this would be the first time I'm trying. But I want to be clear. I'm trying with mum. Right. Not the other way around. Yeah. I don't think okay. you even understand any other connection other than this one that you have with your mother. I don't think there is a connection to your father here. No, um, I didn't mean it like that. I just meant I know that I can ask questions. Oh, you can do the... Yeah, yeah. no. you. And no, I don't you, want to do that. No, no, no. You don't need to do that. I think you know that you're... I think I don't think you would have... you. I don't think you would understand everything about her, but you would know that she has some... Some other elements to her that are special. And I don't think you understand that element. And I don't know if you um, have ever accessed it directly. Um, But if you're attempting to do it now, you can. In fact, you have done it once. You've attempted to do it once in this campaign. Yes. Um, And you want to do the same thing? What do you do? What does it look like? Uh, Well, I'm sitting in the chair, I think. And I'm, I'm pondering this quite a lot that I have to go find my mom and that my mom, you know, said she met my dad somewhere that wasn't in this vision that I had and whether or not I trust this vision. I spend a lot of time actually not trusting things that I that I think I see, but then I tend to trust my gut and my gut is telling me that she lied to me and that is upsetting. We're not very close, my mom and I, but I wouldn't have expected that she would lie about something so simple. So that troubles me. So I'm probably thinking about this for about 45 minutes and then I just think, she's connected to us. She says that a lot. I'm connected to all my children, whatever the fuck that means. And I just try to reach out to her with my mind, I guess. Hmm. All right. Give me an. Mm-hmm. You can roll me either wisdom or charisma. Just give me a roll on either one of those. <laughs> Ten. Uh, what does it say? Do you have a proficiency in saves? Uh, I do. For wisdom, for charisma, I mean. Uh, yes, I do. All right. So I'm going to treat that like an eight. 
This isn't a save. This is just uh well, That's something else. Um Here's what happens for you. You reach into some unknown element of the cosmos at this point is what it is to you with a muscle right. that is weak no trophied and underused by you um but reach in you are able to and the connection to whatever this is is tentative even though you're in this rocking chair still in this room with this waning fire maybe um on one side of the room is i think ellie asleep in a dress on the ground or did you go elsewhere no i i think i went uh back upstairs and made myself a bed out of all the spare blankets and stuff that was up there so you're just in the so room on with... the ground but i made like a little bed Right, but you're not in this room. You're like elsewhere. So yeah, there's no aura, no Ellie. Bo is in the room then. And I think as you're looking at Bo, um, he fades away. And you're looking at this waning fire, which also fades away. And um, the room doesn't shift in temperature or anything. You're set of your tea set and the mulled wine and the and the plates and dishes and things which are on the table fade away and return to the um relative cleanliness of how it was when you guys first came into this room there's a sensation at that point i think that you An external energy grips that weak hand that is reaching into this cosmos. It's not an uncomfortable feeling, but it's definitely you're now being helped. Does it feel familiar? Does it feel like her room used to feel? I think, yeah. I think you get yeah. the sensation okay. that you're being helped along the way. As you sit in this rocking chair and look around this room now, alone, you sense a shift in the moonlight. You sense a shift in the people and the things that are in the room. And then you see the door open. Um, as it opens, a wind rushes in. The wind is way heavier than it was when you guys approached. There was almost no wind um, in your approach to this this cabin um and all this although the snow is falling very heavily still um a rush of wind enters this room and you don't feel any of the cold stood in the doorway is that woman this one the one that you recognize as um your mother in a very thin uh shawl and just a few red wraps underneath fine looking clothes much better clothing than you've ever worn um, yes. or anyone in your in your um, family has ever really worn. Um, the door is opened 
And you can you catch the back end of her flicking her wrist as if she pushed it open with a gust of her own um, power or her own magical energy. She takes a few steps in and closes the door behind her and steps forward. Then she looks to you and she shakes her head a little bit and moves towards the table and sits at one of the chairs. She reaches down and picks up an oil lamp, sits for a moment and lights it and says to you, I am disappointed in your uh, abilities. Well, hello to you too, mother. There's some mulled wine if you want some. Oh, well, I mean, there was some here. Yes, I do believe that will be in uh, a few days. She takes something from her pocket and shakes it up towards you, and it's that same tarot card, the one with the tower on it. Um, and she puts it down on the table. She turns around and reaches into a very small satchel that she has on her side and brings out some writing equipment, turns the card over and begins to draw on the back of the tarot card. Um, she doesn't say anything to you for a decent amount I've of time. Seen her do this. I've seen her do this before. I know to be silent. Um, I don't really have too much to say to her right now anyway. She... sits there for a good few minutes before saying, I did not expect you to be involved in this. Well, I think we've both been surprised on this journey. You look nice, though. Hmm. Yes, Haven't I'm... aged a day. Yes, you have aged. Well, that's, that's what happens to the rest of us, Mum. Yes, it is. She continues to write things, and uh, she says, Hmm. Which of you and yours is uh, this house belong to? That would be Aura. Justice. She contemplates for a moment and says, All of this is very strange to me. What's it strange to us, too? Yes, but... Why why did she tell us to find you? Who? A future... future house. Future justice. Future aura. But there is no future. Girl, you're telling me. This is all very confusing. This is it. This is uh, the end. We have, uh, what, a month, perhaps two, for us. You, what? probably less. What do you mean? Look outside. The snow. What? What? And that's supposed to signify the end of... Oh. Yes. This is it. This is uh, everything they have been working towards. The mortals. Everything I have been observing all this time. And you're just going to let that happen? What about all the people on the planet? What about your grandchildren, my children? She lifts up the card. And she says, What do you think I am doing here? 
I don't know. Why don't you tell me, Mum? She turns around as she walks into the room that Aura signified as her room. She opens the door without touching it, walks in, spends maybe 20 seconds in there before walking back out. She takes and collects all of her pens and things that she had, the ink, puts it into a satchel, and she says, Why not try using this, uh, old magic? Since you're, uh, not in tune with our magic, perhaps that can help next time you need to speak to me. Or, you could just come and find me. Where are you? Hmm. Your friend, uh, Aura. She knows. Alright, cryptic as always. She uh, takes a few steps towards the door and turns back and says, And stop being so glum. <laughs> Alright. She uh, walks towards the door and opens it. As she turns back, the wind kind of blows at her hair and and uh, pushes her hood back and her hair, which is extremely long underneath the shawl, um, flows out behind her. There's a, there's a sensation of, of power that swells up from her and she says, I did not want to be involved in all of this, just so you understand. I have always avoided this. That is why I am surprised that you are involved. It just sort of happened. I was called. Mm. I thought... I thought it was what I was supposed to do. You believe in fate? Yes. Don't you? She turns around, walks out of the door, closes behind her, and the room fills again with a warm light from the fire. Um, As you turn back, Bo is back on the chair. There's... uh, uh, the mulled wine the, the food, the plates, anything that was left on the table there and the sensation that you're being helped into this past leaves you instantly as soon as you hear the, the sound of the door closing bye mum I have all of the wine in silence. <laughs> drink the whole thing? I drink the whole thing of wine, and I have a grand old time reading erotica until the early, <laughs> early dawn. All right, give me a constitution saving throw then. Are you immune to any poisons or anything? Fuck no. What fun <laughs> would that be? 20. Uh, yeah, you just, you, a drinker, though. You drink the whole thing. You know, you'd get as drunk as you want, um, but there'll be no lasting effects. You can have a headache or not. It's entirely up to you. Um, but on, right. a, on, a, on a 20, you, uh, you're you not going to be like... No one's going to be holding your hair back tomorrow morning over the latrine. Um, so you drink, the ero- you drink the erotica. You drink the <laughs> wine, you read the yeah. erotica, and... Uh, the entire night passes. You don't sleep. You don't need to. Um, I think the next day rolls around. You guys have all had the effects of a long rest. 
for the record mechanically you have all of your hit points back you have um i think it will replenish all of your hit dice you get your full complement of spells you get all of your extra bullshit back sorcery points and bardic inspirations and all that good stuff abilities and things um I guess you probably feel pretty good. Those of the three of you that slept for the first time on a pretty comfortable bed for a little for a few nights here. Um Is there another bed that Ellie is sleeping in in this house? No, up just We're... up in the loft was like pillows and like cushions that you could like make a makeshift. But then yes, there room. was your room and then another room with a bed, right? Yeah, there was my parents' room. That I don't she know if anybody in the, used. In the attic with all the spare bedrolls and things like that. That's what I saw. I, I would say for Ellie, that'd be like luxury though, because she's used to having to sleep out, like to camp out for people and stuff. So she's like, this is great. I got pillows, I got blankets, and I'm really tired. So she just doesn't even phase her. Right. Yeah. I think it would definitely be more comfortable. I mean, the last few nights of sleep you've had have been in a desert environment. Yeah. Um, in caves, waiting for spiders and scorpions to get you. Um, so I think probably you get a, a really good night's sleep for the first time and maybe feel over rested. You know, you, you're, there's no immediate danger, threat. You've not got that kind of sixth sense going where you're like, ah, oh, there might be a scorpion going to bite me. And you actually get a decent night's <laughs> sleep. Um, I got these amazing pajamas. I you're mean, in this a is dress. Great. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think as the, the next day rolls around, you guys get a full night's sleep. There isn't really any benefit to sleeping in a bed or not, but just for your own roleplay purposes, you probably feel pretty good, all of you. Oh, you sleep on what is essentially a sofa, um, which is still it's just as good as a bed. It's a oh, it's wall, just as great as a bed. Um, chair. Um, and I think probably, uh, well, who would wake up first? Who's an early riser? Me, because I'm or, gonna put the erotica back so that um, I'm uh, already awake when he does that. And soon I'm like, is already oh, awake. Yeah, I'm awake. So I yeah. would have probably have... made breakfast uh, with <laughs> no. a 17 on survival. So I'm I'm cooking. That no. might be what rises oh, some of you. Oh, give me I don't a know that Ellie's stealth up. check. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I was scared you were gonna do that. Okay. Oh, you roll good stealth though. <laughs> oh. Look at that. Yeah. Suna and and Ellie watch Bo very stealthily as if he's done this so many times before. As he wakes up, he creeps over to the table where there's an erotica novel, picks it up. He creeps over without making a sound on the, the old wooden floorboards over to the um, bookshelf, replaces it exactly where it was, at exactly the correct angle, and then returns back to a sleeping position and then uh, wakes up for the second time. Um, Ellie's probably doing one of those like Mission Impossible things up in a rafter, <laughs> like some, like a spider, um, <laughs> watching this entire thing. Suna, I think you said you were. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm in the kitchen and I'm cooking and humming and preparing food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, on a 17, you can pretty much be preparing some sort of vaguely decent meal from whatever stuff Aura has available. Anything that was fresh when you left Aura. Um, maybe is uh it, it would have been preserved somewhat by the cold but not very well so i think things mm. like bread and stuff would be gone but you know and yeah. fruits but meat um 
and, and, and dried things, nuts and things like that might be available for sooner to make a, a breakfast of sorts out. There isn't like eggs, I don't think, or anything like that. That's no. all quite posh stuff. You know, you know, there's a lot of farms around though. Um, so you do have access to that stuff. Um, beans, some vegetables. That beans, stayed, there's a lot of wheat and, and yeah. barley and things like that. Rice and, and yeah. stuff that you can make stuff from. Um, Aura, what do you do when you wake up? I wake up, the first thing I'm going to do, I hear like them shuffling about out there. And all three of them are now in, yeah. involved in some small chatter where Ellie's. Did I ever tell you about the time? Abusing <laughs> Bo and Bo's recoiling in horror at the whatever horrible things she I, said to him i'm just i'm i'm alluding very vaguely to erotic things <laughs> like oh look at this fruit doesn't it remind you of a nice firm ass and i'm just like Don't going through a second um yeah bo's like just struggling with a nosebleed and um <laughs> And uh, yeah, so what? Isn't an anime, Bradley? You wait. Well, he, he's literally Master Roshi, so that yeah. is. He's an, <laughs> if, for for any copyright um, lawyers out there, he is an he's exactly what he is. Um. Yeah. What do you do? What do you do? What's the first thing you do here? The first thing I do is I get a mealworm and I feed buns and I just kind of pet his little head, and I hear them out there just talking about the erotica and like all that stuff and. I shake my head and just don't know. It's art. It's just. And then right. I, I feed buns and then I try to put on something that looks more like I didn't just roll out of bed. Well, and while, I, to rewind time a moment, while you're feeding buns, you probably see it. In his cage is this tarot card. Um, a really well-made, um, looking card, uh, thick, some sort of thick paper or parchment, maybe some sort of vellum that's been, um, lacquered and, uh, a really high quality looking card, um, uh, pretty big as well. These aren't small, like playing cards. They're, they're like a, maybe a few centimeters bigger than a usual playing card would be. Um, high quality ink, black and white drawing of... Uh, an image of a tower which is on fire with an eye inside of a, a sort of sun shape um, looking down upon it and at the bottom of this stone tower is water rushing up um, and you see it's in Bun's cage and you know, he's probably messed with it a bit as well like it's probably some, like covered in some sort of um, sawdust or whatever you put in there with him um, okay. some seed something like that and uh, yeah as you're feeding him the thing and you stroke his head and you go to turn you probably notice the uh, the card there. Yeah, I would pull it out of his cage and kind of turn it over. Is there anything on the other side? There is. On the reverse, there is a quite well-drawn ink image of this. A sort of look, a map-looking thing. Um, you can see a village drawn inside of uh, a forest with two um, lakes or, or rivers on either side of it and a mountainscape in the background. There's also... Does it meet? A big red X. <laughs> yeah. Does it look like the village that I live in? 
Yeah, or... I think you quickly recognize that this is probably Bame. Um, mm-hmm. Bame sits on the on the south side of a woods, a forest. Um, you know that if you go far enough west, it's not a river, but the the ocean, the sea, is where you hit. You, going further down is where the peninsula heads off towards Caspon Wharf. Um, heading west from Bame takes you to a lake, um, and the uh, the mountainside is on the north there. The lake. Just so you're aware, if I can find it in my notes, is um, because this is where the cross is. I'll give you what it the the cross on this um, west of Bame Village. It's where the river seems to meet the south of the forest. Um, you know this to be if this is indeed Bame Village, uh, about a half a day's travel from your house. Um, okay. And it seems to be just north of Killers Lake, is what it's called. Um, which sounds terrifying and ominous, but your father told you the story of how it got its name. It used to be called Kisser's Lake because everyone used mm-hmm. to sneak out there and kiss. Um, it, it would be like a day travel. The, you know, people would go on dates there. Um, and this is this is from before your father's time. The guy who made the sign for it in Bame years and years before your father was even born was illiterate. And so the sign, which still stands like a signpost in Bame Village, points towards Killer's Lake. Um, <laughs> so it's just called Killer's Lake. So if that is indeed what it is, where the river north of Killer's Lake meets the, the forestry is pretty much where this X is. Um, and you you know totally know this area well enough to get to it. Okay. At this moment, because there's a tarot card in Bunz's cage, can I look around now it's daylight and see if anything looks different? <laughs> uh, yeah, give me a perception check with advantage. Okay. It doesn't seem like too much stuff was disturbed in your room. Um, seems like someone probably came in and placed this in the cage. Um, it doesn't seem like anyone has stolen anything or has disturbed anything at all. Um, okay. Maybe you... Give me an intelligence check. Okay. Gosh. Eighteen. Now that you think about it, uh, when you came in last night, um, it seemed as though uh, you remember before the night before you went to sleep, before the morning of you being lifted up into the sky, um, you had left an oil lamp on the ground next to the fireplace where you always put it. uh, And it was left on the table when you came in last night it was at the center of the table which is a little strange okay as if somebody maybe came in and lit that oil lamp um other than that i don't think uh you notice any other differences and it doesn't seem like anyone has stolen or adjusted or changed anything but obviously you can't be sure fully i mean if it was me and like as aura in the situation logically i would assume that i know where soon as mother is now and that she came to my house. 
Sure. That's the conclusion I've come to. So yeah. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to throw it open after realizing this. I think she was in the house. I think she left this in Bugs' cage for us to find. I think this is a map. We have to go to Killer's Lake. All right, slow down. Have some breakfast. Look, I oh, made it find... just for you. I just found this. I hold Ooh. it up. Oh. Does this mean anything to you? Like the, the, the tower and then... Set was always better than mine. This is from your mom's? Oh, yes. that's That's my mom's. She was here a couple nights ago, apparently. She said you you knew where to find her, though. Well, flip it over. If you look on the back, there's a map. Oh, we gotta for go. crying out loud, Mum! She couldn't just tell me. She had to draw it on a map and put it put it in your room. All right, fine. Do you know where this is? Yeah, it's a, it's about I don't know half a day away. <clears throat> All right. That's not too far at all. That's perfect. Well, we made the right decision coming here then. On our way through town, we can pick up whatever we need and then we can go here. We don't have to go to the library anymore. Oh, well, um, we might want to stop by the library. I glance over at Bo. <clears throat> or we can go to the fruit market. He can get a... Can get a nice pair of melons, you know, right, Bo? Uh, yeah, that too. That oh, that actually almost slipped my mind. <laughs> you do need to see the doctor. Yes, and maybe I'll stop at the library while you're at the doctor. I'm gonna go uh, resupply. Yes, me too. Okay. And I just, I'm kind of antsy. And I realize I'm still in like pajamas and not in actual clothes, so I rush back into my room while they're eating. And it's gonna get cold. I'll be I'll be right out. I just want to be ready to go when we gotta go. So antsy. It reminds me of my neighbor Toby. Did I ever tell me about him? Yeah, he's always in a rush. Absolutely, can't be bothered with anything. Town meetings, nothing. Anything. I thought you liked Toby. He did. No, are you kidding me? Have you been like anything I've been saying? (laughs) No, I could have swore you told me you liked Toby in the past. No, 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 absolutely not. Mm, I remember. Even of a neighbor, the worst person in existence. What did he do again? Just everything. Permeates disgust. I hate that man. We should take care of him if we ever see him again. Teach oh, him a lesson. Yes, please. I would love to show him a thing or two. Give him a piece of my mind. Terrible. You should have done totally. that. You should have done that when you had the chance. Yes, you're right. I probably should have. He probably thinks I ran away with my tail between my legs. Mm. Oh, that really makes my blood boil. <laughs> I'm like eating. I'm just like eating, like satisfied. I got plenty of energy now, so I'm just, I'm back on my, I'm back on my shit again. (laughs) I come out and I just start like shoving food into my mouth, just standing. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to rush. You need to sit down. Yeah, don't eat so fast. You're going to get a belly leak. If you start choking and die here, what kind of story is that going to be to tell? I mean, the thing though is that, isn't the world ending? Yes, we have about a month. Maybe, yeah. maybe less. Why are you all not eating faster? Because I want to enjoy this if the world's going to end anyway. Wait, what? We have a month? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if that's a lie or the truth, but I, I'm going to say, yeah, we probably have a little less than a month. 
Mm. Oh boy. Well, it's also snowing. We I don't travel okay. much in the snow. I don't know if it's going to take longer. Would you like us to get a move on, Aura? I can pack this up. I think, and pack extra so that we have some for the road. I can do that. You've got a, you've got some salted meats and things here. I'll, I'll, I'll help. Just be a minute. No, you sit down. You eat. Uh, I begrudgingly like slide into the chair, just and just a, my leg starts going up and down. But they can't see it. But I'm just like eating, trying to slow myself down. I, I, I walk into Aura's room and I, I start taking off the the dress that I'm wearing like as I'm walking. I'm like, okay, I gotta get out of this. And then I just disappear. <laughs> do I find any pants? Like, decent pants and a shirt. Any, do, you, do you change clothes as well, Aura, from your the traveling kit that you had before? Do you switch out to another outfit? Yeah, it's a lot of same outfit. <laughs> Yeah, I assume it's like um, the, the closet shades. from Doug, where he just opens <laughs> yeah, it and yeah. it's all the same thing. Um, and you just put on a new one. Yeah, I mm-hmm. guess uh, I guess it's up to you what, what Ellie finds and whether you provide other clothing for the other two. Suna's going to look really strange in, a, in an Alexandrian, um, you know, just commoner, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how your family dressed with just like normal peasant wear, I assume, cause like everyone else in this town. Um, yeah. Who isn't a pie heart? Ellie would find very sim like very much similar brown pants that I just they're all slightly different, but they're pretty much the same thing. And lots of like long overcoats. Are various colors, them... but a lot of green ones. Are any of them red? No, she would not wear red. <sighs> lots of earth tones. I'm just like Oh, come on. You need a... Oh, what is all this? I grab, like, a green one. I'm like, I guess. I guess I'll take this. Yeah. doesn't match. I'm going to look weird. You know, because I, like, my... Part of my leather armor is red. So I'm going to go out there looking like Christmas. Yeah, oh, but it matches your new hair. You like a Christmas elf. Very, very oh. lovely. You look, look lovely, Ellie. People are going to think I'm... Oh, okay. Okay. You look, you look fantastic. Perhaps I can dye this, too. <laughs> I, I notice how Bo and Sauna's outfits are also pretty ragged at this point, and I've changed to something new. So I'd go into my parents' bedroom and try to find something from my father's and my mother's to bring out oh, to them. Don't you dare! <laughs> and I come out, and it's just like it's like a floral dress for Sauna. And um, for Bo, it's like overalls with uh, brown pants and like this kind of twill green shirt. And I just kind of hold them up and I don't say anything. Oh, oh, what was that? Um, I think that it would be good um, if we all had um, some new clothes. Yeah, we got to blend in. And I look at Bo. I I can buy some in town. (laughs) Me, me too. I, I, I don't know if showing they're up like, in they're town. They're literally covered in dirt and blood and goop and, goop and rips <laughs> and stuff. Um, Bo, give me a, give me, a, give me a, 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 an intelligence saving throw. Um, oh boy. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm scared. Those, those look, um, 
uh, three sizes up. Um, I'm a pretty small guy. Uh, okay, um, intelligence. Especially with um, half your ass missing. Yeah. Oh, God. I have to consider those. Fifteen. Um, yeah, there's no way your rock and roll hero, Zolmus, would wear this. And uh, you, I think you just... You you either you can you can fart or you can freak out or you can panic cast mending on your clothing and fix it all if you'd like. Oh, okay, <laughs> you know you what? Have I'm a, I'm mending. A, I, I you know what? I will I will abuse that because because I got some mending so I snap my fingers and voila everything looks great and I look fresh. Oh, yeah. that's he just, all of his stuff knits together and fixes together again. He has a a, a cantrip which can fix things that aren't magical instantly um and yeah i think uh it's in that moment of panic you remember that and cast that spell and even though he definitely will not fit in in bame at all he doesn't at least look like he's all covered in i can rags. see aura looks uncomfortable though would it make you feel better if i if oh, i put I'm that just on temporarily you know, we've had people come through the town. I, I just, the stains and the blood might be bad. Yes, I suppose you're right. I look over at Bo and my eyes are wide and I am begging you. Please don't make me wear that dress, Bo. I'm handing it over to her. I think uh, you look great. I'm just encouraging it. I can fix your clothes. Please. This was one okay. of my mother's favorite dresses. It oh. has um daisies I pull, on it. I pull oh, both hair. Oh, there's some paisley too. Um, uh, and the frill on the collar. You say? Yes. It's one of her nicest dresses. Oh, it's. I would not do it justice. I think you would. I mean. I think you've been mended. Oh, oh, Bo, thank you. Well, oh. I, oh, I, now I don't, oh, I don't I have thought, to. I thought you did that. Oh, oh. oh, thank you. Thank you, Bo. Well, now I don't have <sighs> to take your, your mother's favorite dress through the snow and ruin it. As, yeah. as they're talking, I just dump all my clothes, like my ragged clothes in Bo's lap, and I just put my hand on my hip <laughs> and just stare at him. Oh, oh, you want me to fix these? Uh, yeah, sure, I can, I can do that. <laughs> no problemo. Thank you. Thank you, Bo. <laughs> you might get questions. I'm just going to say that. You're going to probably get a lot of questions. It's all right. Uh, it's okay. It's, it's cold out. I got a cloak. Lucky I am. Oh, yes. Do you have a cloak or something warm that we could hide our clothes with? I'd go back and... So since it doesn't snow here, I probably don't have anything super heavy. That... It gets cold, though. Okay. Um, it definitely gets cold. It, it gets up to whatever the point is before snow. Um, most most uh, most winters. Um, there's there's for sure a winter where it gets cold enough. It just doesn't really snow heavy almost ever. Uh, how tall is Bo? Five. Uh... <laughs> Don't laugh. Without the uh, insoles, the little oh pump god, things. yeah, no, I'm five nine. Okay. But with heels, I'm at least 6'1". Okay. So I would find just the overcoats that my mom and dad would wear that are wool. They're just black. And I'd come out and my mother's more of like a shawl one that you kind of drape over and button. And then my father's just more of like a button down. Oh, this is lovely, Aura. Thank you. Uh, uh, and I just pass them out. 
That'll that'll hide the clothes. That'll I wear good. the Great, I wear the one you. that I took around in the desert because I had traveler's clothes and I made mine a giant cloak for the night. Wonderful. So. I I uh I couldn't help but notice, Aura. Uh, some of these uh herb kits and things uh, haven't been used in quite a while. Oh, that's my father used to do that. I I tried to run the farm as best as I can, but I don't have as much time to germinate. Oh, did Just he? Me. Uh, did he pass on? I uh, both my parents have. Yes. I'm sorry to hear that. So just me and a snowy farm. Well, I'd say you're doing a fabulous job keeping the place together. I try. It's home. I like it here. It's where I grew up. I'm back in my newly mended outfit. I give Bo a pat on the back. I'm like, thanks. You should have told me about that, though. That would have been helpful. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't usually use it. I, I kind of forget sometimes I can do that uh, neat trick. Well, now I know, so we're good. Well, shall we? Let's head on out. Or Everyone's a, ready. Roll me a D thirty. Okay. Nine. And then roll me a D. Then roll me another D thirty. Ooh. Oh, that sucks. Uh, so you can have <laughs> sooner you uh, have created nine rations that you can Ooh. either dish out or keep or whatever. Um, and Aura, you find two arrows in the house. Just you can you can replenish your stock of arrows from those that you've had. Either maybe you went hunting recently, or maybe you just you went to the store and you know it was closed. Or there was someone else serving that day, so you didn't go in that day, so you, just, you go back tomorrow. Um, okay. And uh, just you didn't, you know, you don't have a bunch of arrows. Um, okay. There is a store in town. Um, like I said, it's called Hunting and Arms, um, which is uh, owned by the Farfallow family. And um, yeah, they sell like hunting equipment, arrows, bows, some weaponry and things like that. They sell pretty much Pretty much, in fact, everything, and I'll give you guys these lists now so you can think about it. Within this town, you can buy everything on the adventuring items list, the weapons list, and the armor list that you will find in your player's handbooks. Um, But also, I have given to you as handouts. They're not necessarily all in the same store or whatever. Um, but um, just, just so you can think about the type of things that you'd expect to see in a, in a general store or... Um, armor or weaponsmith or something yep what's up this is very important i need book three and four from the erotic series that (sighs) Bo and i were reading last night and i don't see erotica on the list um well then you better hope this town has a library um which is where i'm going (laughs) there is a small um uh doctor uh clinic medicine room um that is that was once um, that once belonged to an old man who n- now belongs under the firm control of the Pyre Hearts just in time for the end of the world. Um, there is uh, there is an alchemist here, which isn't in every town ever. 
Um, so they might sell, they usually will sell things just like salves and things like that, being a, a town that's up in the woods that predominantly deals with like logging and hunting and, and farming and stuff. An alchemist does good business here. Um, and so there are, there's like basic sort of salves and, and, uh, and stuff like that, but you can probably purchase, um, potions, um, healing potions and things like that. Aura, you're aware that they sell um, a couple of special potions. They they sell potions of fire breath um, and filters of love, which I don't know if you've ever been tempted to purchase before, but you're aware that they sell them. <laughs> and uh, there is also a jeweler in town. Um, the uh, the mountains which are close and the rivers that run away from them. Um, sometimes kick up gems and jewels and y you can go uh, sifting for gold and things. Um, so the Kirby family own a jewelers that they can make a little bit of money from doing that. They're not always there. They go up into the mountains and I think you maybe, have, you maybe know them a little because they go up past your house to get into the woods that way. Um, I think you know the woods pretty damn well and I think they maybe do as well. Uh, but they have it as a jewelers in town. Really, other than that, it's just houses. There's a train station. Um, there isn't even a... It's, it's not too much of a religious town, but most towns have things like churches or little monasteries, things like that, places of worship. And uh, the predominantly human town of Bame, um, any religion really is uh, towards Chauntia, who's the goddess of agriculture, um, farming, things like that, um, kind of covers um, some nature and wood lumber mill lumbering type grow the trees please chauntier type prayers um i don't know how religious you are at all but the only real thing that's in town inside that market square at the center of town is a pretty pretty well masoned um statue to chauntier there um there is that's about it really there really is nothing else in the town apart from um the witch's stallion which is that tavern so just to give it's you also guys the name of the book I'm looking for, <laughs> The Witcher's Stallion, Part Two. Um, so uh, yeah, I, th I think that's just to give you an idea of what's in this town and um, things that you can buy, and you, pretty much everything on those lists is available in town. It's not a very mm -hmm. special town, so it's unlikely that there's like a level four Buster Sword in town. You know, you're it's you're probably not gonna find. Um, the equipment to upgrade your gunblade to the lion heart. Um, though all of these things 100% exist in this world somewhere because it's a Final Fantasy game. Final Fantasy. Head. So, um, you guys probably pack up things and then begin to move towards town, head down that road, I assume. Is that the plan? Yes. Yeah. Other than trying to get yeah. some books at the library. Um, does anyone have one of Aura's four coats? They all look the same. I think she I gave she gave them all out, right? I didn't I have know one. I had a winter blanket. Wearing so one. I'm um, wearing a coat, yes. Ellie made one, so she's good. Bo and I think Bo already has one, Has right? his, yeah, his fluffy coat. fur coat that was made to look exactly like that image of that dude from that thing you saw when you were a kid. Um, so, Suna and Aura look they're in matching coats. Ooh. And you guys head outside, I assume. 
Um, Aura, again, the landscape ahead of you looks really strange, I think. It would be it would be striking. Um, so Alexandria, by the way, just to give you an, an extra idea, I kind of modeled its climate on Italy <laughs> when I was looking into stuff to do with what it's like. So usually it's a little more like uh, Italian climate when I looked up um, stuff. It's what it's also why the capital city is called Bellona. There's the other bigger cities are called Solver and Stiletto. Um, it's 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 a little like Italy, but much much bigger and over the expanse. But that's kind of the um, the climate. It's mostly sort of warm. It does get cold in the winter, but it's very rare for snowfall. At least. How old are you now, Aura? 30? What was um, that? How old are you? My age is... Sorry, I gotta click over. 33. 33. So, um, yeah, at least in, in the 32 years-ish that you've lived here, um, you, uh, you've never experienced any, any snowfall. And if it has snowed, it would, it maybe was like very light and it never settled. So looking out over the landscape here with this, just this thick layer of snow settled over the trees, over the over the road itself, you probably can't even see the road that you're so used to seeing. Any any lands that is technically owned by your family um, covered in this thick snowfall would be extremely strange. Um, maybe even a little unsettling and, and a little disconcerting as you kind of begin to lead the others towards town. Um, the the road still exists though there's there's like a a very um a very low brick wall that eventually um you're able to spot covered in snow again and you guys start to move down somewhat downhill towards where the actual village of Bame is and i think again or it's a really strange sight as you come up towards your village here like i said before it's usually like a a bustling town it's it's quite early here but it's it's usually super active um and as you you crest over a hill past some some trees and head down towards this thing you see what at first appears to be kind of like a an empty town you'd 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 think this was maybe an abandoned um village at first and i think maybe it's it strikes a strange chord with you for a for a moment as you approach your your own hometown here and look out over fame um when you uh when your eyes adjust you do see that there are in fact people moving around but it just looks so odd to you the snow provides it with this strange desolate look that it's never had before it's not necessarily a warm and comforting village you know it's not like little town such a, you're not always doing that every day but did it's you just do a beauty and the beast reference you of, did i saw it of course i did there's uh it's it's at least normally a bustling village at this point but today it's very empty um and the snow just has, has fall, fallen so thickly you can kind of make out the paths and the roads and stuff but really people seem to be inside um you do at first maybe there's a moment where you're like oh god there's no one here and then you start to notice that there are people around and you will also notice that there's uh there's um carts and things moving around in the distance towards the um northern side of town is where all the mills are much further up away from the center of town here and you can see the um the tavern appears to be um relatively active as well as you guys start to move down 
and into uh, Bane Village itself. Where do you want to go? Look at this quaint little town, Aura. This is lovely. This reminds me of where I ended up in CT. Hmm. Uh, it's home. I mean, they don't... I don't know. I like the people. Buns likes the people. Well, yes, that's very important. Buns has to agree. <laughs> and Buns just flies off, like, into the village. Kind of stopping by each person. They kind of all acknowledge him and go, Oh, you can hear them saying hi to Buns. As he greets everybody. All right, well, where to? Can you point me to the library? Uh, that one? Then I point down the road and it's just like a the round stone. One. No, 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 the stone. It's got it, the, the gray stones and um, smoke coming out of the chimney. Pardon my eyes. Everything looks like smoke right now. Uh, I'll, I'll walk you over in a minute. Let me just tell Bo. Bo, the doctor is over there. And I oh. point to a little... It's like a really nice wooden hut. There's there's two chimneys, and um, there's like a little sign outside, and all it says "doctor" on it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna see if I can do something about this. As I'll be back, ladies. I will follow him. All right, so you two head towards the doctor, and you two yeah. head towards the library. Uh, mm. We shall follow library children. Um, we see the group split in two. Um, it's not too far from the library to the doctor. And then just beyond that is that market square where pretty much everything else is located. All of the stores and um, the jeweler, the alchemist, all that kind of thing. Um, you see a few people give you some strange looks um, around town. Um, all of you. I think um, Aura, super used to it. Um, Suna, you look, you stand out regardless. The coat is one thing, but you have these sort of very vibrant wraps. Um, and... Uh, I think people kind of give you like a once over as they look at your clothing. In my eye. Um, yeah, I don't know if they're looking that closely at you or whatever, but they, they sort of do a double take. Um, and then the same, I would imagine, for you, Bo. I think Ellie probably um, a little less. Um, but Bo, yeah, a couple of people kind of look at you strangely. You maybe hear a muttering of a couple of people sort of pointing over at you in a, in a casual way before they carry on. Um, and you two head towards the small wooden building very simple building with very thick timber sh struts that hold it up the doctor's building and then these two head over towards the uh the library and um yeah this is a really simple stone looking building um covered in snow underneath the snow there's probably some like very plain looking um red tiles there's some moss which has co covered a good portion of the cobblestone and runs over the tiles as well um, and as you approach the, uh, the doorway, um, you can see that it's closed. Usually it's not closed, but it is cold. Um, so it's not necessarily that it's, that it's shut. Um, and, uh, I, I think Azora, you open the door. You can see that there's a, um, a new looking taxidermied bear near the entrance. There's a table on one side which is scattered with all these like strange elements there's there's things on there that look odd like glasses lenses um there's some clamps um and some little cutters like a tinkerer's kit almost um and there's a chair behind it where somebody would probably usually sit and greet people but there doesn't seem to be anyone there and there's just a bunch of books on this table and then there's a small reading area with several tables and reading chairs and beyond that 
a, a, this is a small library, but there are several rows of bookshelves that run across the back of the library along the back wall there. Um, there's a small fireplace on one side which kind of lights most of the room here. And uh, a little hearth, and not, not a big thing, but just keeps the, the room temperature up enough. Um, the person that you know to run the place, or uh, Joan, isn't here. Which is a little odd, but not insane. It was just like an empty library? It's empty, but it looks like she was here. The fire is on, okay. and there's all of this random stuff that's on the, uh, the desk where she normally sits at. One right. time he planted kettle spores in my, and the, the wind came in in the spring and I couldn't stop sneezing. Terrible, terrible. At least you don't have a shitty neighbor. Yeah, that's one of the perks about living out there is you don't have to worry about Tobies. Yes. The world so, could use less Tobies. Oh, this is a nice little library. So, uh, what did you need? Oh, uh, the next book in this series, and I pull out the book, the two books that I've taken uh, from her house, from her cottage. Uh, yes, this series. I, I think oh. I'm looking for The Witch's Stallion and Master of Dragons. I think those are the next ones. Yeah, those are over there, and I point exactly <laughs> You know exactly where they are. Oh, perfect. All right. I'll just see if we can check those out for a week or so. You know, yeah, we'll be back by be then, fine. right? Yeah, my right. mom used to run this place. I can fill out the sheet. John's oh, not here. So I, I just kind of go around the desk and kind of, like, I have my arms crossed, but I'm, like, looking at everything. Is there anything suspicious? Uh, give me an investigation check. 14. Nothing suspicious, really. It looks pretty much the same as you remember it. Um, the only thing that's suspicious is all these random items that appear to be on the table where Joan usually sits and people check books out from. Um, okay. And, uh, yeah, you see these, this, these three lenses. They look like spectacle lenses. Um, there is, there's a couple of clamps that are attached to the side of the table and, uh, very small little cutters. And then there's just a, 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 a what looks like a tinkerer's kit, basically. It's just got lots of little um, uh, devices that can hold things together, little pliers and string and things like that inside it. Um, and then some small little um, screws and, and things that would tighten or, or loosen those screws. And um, yeah, that seems really odd, I think. It's just, it's just a strange set of items there. Um, where she okay. would be. But other than that, it doesn't necessarily seem like anything suspicious. Um, Joan will often run into the market and buy food or, or a, a cup of soup or something like that and, and come back. Um, no one in this town would steal books. It's not that kind of town. Yeah. No, I just... Not that there isn't people that would thieve things. It's just that no one would steal a book, I don't think. I think you've, you've never had a problem with this library of theft. Mm -hmm. I would just notice the tinkering kit and kind of just stand there waiting for Suuna to find whatever she was wanting and then um, just make a mental note like, gosh, oh, get some more arrows. Just kind of like look, look around. I, I have them. It's perfect. Although I think I've spoiled myself because on book five, she she seems to be embracing the dragon rider. So I think I think maybe they, you know. Yeah, I, I, I won't. I'm not going to tell you. Oh, you've read them all. Oh yeah, this is the one. They're a great series. I mean, oh, 
perfect. I'm and looking I, I'll, forward to it then. I'll take the books from her just like out of habit because I used to help my mom here at the library and I'll just like write down who's taking it out and what the book is and standard library protocol and um, hand them back to her oh, like I did I when I was a kid. Thank you very much. Oh, uh, we're off to now then. I need some arrows. All right. Go look at some weapons. All right. I've, uh, I've been meaning to ask you something. Is there anybody else around? When uh, I, like, glance around? No, we're no one alone. At all, okay. yeah. Ah, do you, uh, feel different? When she says that, I, like, I have a glove on my hand, but I start rubbing my hand a little bit. Yes, that. I have one, too. But inside, I, f I feel a little different. I do, too. I don't really understand it quite yet. Me either. I, I feel like maybe there's a river of strength and I can go down one or the other. You feel that way? For me, it's a little bit more confusing. All right. I... Oh, but there's a section here in the library and I'd rush over and it's like magic and history of magic and things. Can I quickly go through the bookshelf to see if there's any symbol that's similar to my hand? Uh, yeah, give me an investigation check again. Seven. Seven. I help her look. You want to look over the books as well? Yeah, give me an investigation check of your own. Fifteen. Um, you guys start, like, poring over some of these books. Um, looking over the tomes that deal with arcana, magic, um, I guess, um, maybe arcane places of note, things like that. Um, while you're looking through all of these books and you're looking around, um, the door opens. And I think probably that would explain the seven. Um, on your role there because in walks the uh, woman who owns or runs manages this library who's an, a very old lady that you recognize as Joan Adley she's a, a an old kind of relatively healthy um, uh, woman she's around 70 as you know it she's pretty um, pretty spry but still aging a lot she's very thin um, she's got very like uh, short grey hair um, and she's wearing like a very thick looking coat which is very strange to see her in and anyone in really even in the dead of winter this she's super wrapped up like she's got two coats on and these mittens and she's cradling something as she walks backwards in and then oh I didn't realize there was people here and then she blinks a few times and says oh all right is that you Joan and I'd run over to her and just kind of grab her, not her wrist, but her forearms gently. It's snowing. Yes, very careful. Um, she pours from her hand all this junk onto the table to add to the collection of junk. Stalks and sticks and things like that. But in there is a frame that looks very similar to a, a glasses frame. Um, and she says, <gasps> Look at this. You know that little bastard of a doctor? Yeah. 
Uh, he's actually quite bright for a pyre heart. He's got a got a good uh, good uh, good brain on him for for eyes and things. I I couldn't read very well, and he's he's given he's given me the idea to create these spectacles. Oh, yes. That seems. I'm glad. I'm I'm glad that he's been helpful. Well, they're not that helpful. Charge me an arm and a leg, of course. So, does she just have a bunch of junk that she just dumped on the desk? Yeah, she's just got all this stuff. Um, she's a very DIY person. Um, <laughs> maybe immediately get the idea that probably he told her that he would sell her some glasses and instead she's decided to be thrifty and create some. Um, okay. She's not, she's pretty intelligent, so she can probably do it, but it seems that the code bit of a crazy task and she's just got a bunch of items that eventually probably will make a set of spectacles that will allow her to read a little easier and she turns and says where have you been elvin's been looking for you well in my head i'm kind of like wondering if i should ask this but i'm just gonna ask it how long has it been oh well uh, elvin came in telling telling everyone all these crazy stories uh, saying that the sky opened up and you were swallowed up by a tornado of light. It sounds like Alvin. Um, uh, how many days ago was that? Well, let's see. It's Friday, maybe six days. Oh. Uh, I've just been um away on a trip. Um, uh, it's been an adventure. Just needed a little bit of change. Rather an Unlike you to just hop and leave like that. Yeah, the whole tornado of light kind of affected that a little bit. Just got home. Uh, uh, good to see that you're safe. Uh, I assume uh, the farm is in not a not a good state. No, there's. Um, I hope it melts. I I'll figure something out. I always do. Very uh, strange. We haven't seen snow like this. I believe I was a girl. I saw snow when I was very young. You know, I I I I don't think it settled. But it did, we did see some snow once. It was it was very very cold winter. It really ruined the crops. But it's summer. That's what's very mm-hmm. strange. You know, they say it's been snowing all over. You know, not, all not, over. Not just Alexandria. Everywhere. They say all the dwarves got the snow. The elves, snowing everywhere. I would look over at Suuna at that point. And just kind of beckon her over. Yes. Hello. Nice to meet you. This is Joan. Joan, this Ah. is Sauna. I met her on my trip. Hello, Joan. Nice to meet you. I'm Sauna. Vibrant outfit. You rather like one of the desert folk. Oh, thank you. I take that as a compliment. Very nice. Clothing, although I do say it won't be quite too warm for you in this snow out there you keep your toes covered oh that's all right i've been living uh over in cd for uh 10 years or so now so i'm the gnomes, not used it? to snow but yes you should introduce her to alvin Do... very interested to hear about that i would love yeah. to meet alvin it's funny you should say that yes you really should find him have you spoken to him no i i i will find out of him his mind before. Okay, now i'm searching I'll... all day all night every day oh has he really? He's quite worried. 
Oh, okay. I um, I'll make sure to go find him today. Yes, I nudge Aura. Probably speak to one of the pyre hearts as well. I do believe they're going to be selling your land. What? 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 And I've only been gone six days. Well, yes, of course. But uh, if Alvin was to believe, you were dead. I'm gonna go take care of this, and I'm gonna squeeze Joan's arm very gently because she does look very frail. And um, I look at Suna and. I, I think I need to go take care of some things. You, you do that. I, I'll go get the things that we need for our trip. Will you get me some arrows? Absolutely. Thank you. Do you want me to come with you? If you'd like. Oh, sure. Uh, Joan, I'll talk to you later. And um, uh, I yes, just, yes. I rush out the library. All right. Well, yes, you have a wonderful time. I have to lose out it was on nice these, to meet you, Joan. His crops. Yes, goodbye. Good to see that she's a... All right, she just immediately starts tinkering with things. Um, Suna, you put your hand on a book and then looked over at the others and and Drew and was drawn into that conversation. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think uh, you guys head on out. Um, Bo and Ellie, you two take a few steps uh, to the other side of the street, wandering past some of these people giving you strange looks. Um, you hear uh, overhear a, a conversation as somebody walks out from the um, the doctor's office. Um, uh, two people, a couple, maybe um, maybe in their late 30s, early 40s. Um, and you hear the woman kind of just speaking to the, uh, to the man saying... Uh, Oh, I don't suppose we're going to be able to afford that, really, but... Well, we'll just have to hope it clears up in time for... Well, summer? And the man turns... Uh, summer, I suppose, yes. Even though it's going to be a very long winter, and they kind of walk down the street, sort of looking forlorn. Um, as you approach the building and step inside, um, it's, a, it's a relatively small um, wooden building, very simple structure. Um, as you walk in, you can see that it has two rooms. There's a, a sort of very small waiting area with maybe only six chairs to one side with a, a small hearth burning um, to keep the place warm. Pretty much nothing in here. There's a big uh, elk um, uh, taxidermy head on one side of the, uh, the room and then the hearth on the other. And then a door that leads to a room further in. Um, you hear somebody um, shout, uh, from the other room and say, um, Hey, are you coming back? Or is that... Ah! Uh, you see a child, basically. A very small-looking child poke his head around the corner. Um, and then he thrusts his chest forward and stands up straight as soon as he sees Ellie. And steps into the room. And he's wearing, like, a physician's um, overalls. Uh, very clean looking. Underneath them you can see very nice looking trousers. The type of trousers you might see with uh, um, not the highest class of, of person in in, uh, uh, in Alexandria but pretty, pretty high class finery um, and a set of really nice looking clean probably like leather bound shoes. Nice looking outfit. Um, he thrusts his chest forward and says well hello there. To How you, tall Ellie. Is he? he is <laughs> clearly kind of somewhat standing on tiptoes. Um <laughs> but he's 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 maybe five seven. 
So he's he's taller than me still because I'm a half elf and I'm kind of a shorty, but not much taller than me. Uh, uh, we're not here for me, but um, we're here for for this guy. He looks uh, over as if it's the first time he's seen Bo, and he's taken aback immediately and, and looks you up and down, Bo, and, and says, ah, Yes, I understand. Well, a drop of arsenic, maybe, really. The only thing we can do for him at this stage. And uh, no. He, no, 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 takes, no. He what? takes Bo's arm and says, Come with me, oh. old man. Wait, 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 no, no, no. It's not, you got, you got it misunderstood. He, he, he just wants a little um, ass lift, if you know what I'm saying. I'm afraid I, and I, do not. I, I I grab Bo and I like turn him around and I pat one cheek gently and I'm like, see, it's a little deflated right there. Uh, <laughs> yes, uh, let me see what I can do for your grandfather. Come, step into my office here. I have yes, please take care. Me. Nope, nope, please take care of my grandfather. Yes, what? I will do. Please take a seat here. Oh, I, 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 I'm gonna go with him. Sometimes when he's alone, he gets a little out of hand. So I, I just need to make sure he doesn't. Yes, that you know. can be the case. Very well. Yes, yeah. if you're comfortable. Okay. He steps Sorry. into his into his office here, and it's like a a, a classic looking oldy worldy physician's office with a strange looking bed. It has a mechanical um, side, uh, like a wheel, like a small looking wheel that can be winched that lifts the top up and down. Um, there's a small um, uh, area that can be uh, uh, closed off by drawing a curtain across on one side um, and then he has uh, just some cleaning um, equipment and tools and then some physician's equipment around the room and uh, he has a, a pretty big window on this back side as well and you can see out across the market square the center square there um, and the people and everyone's kind of moving around with their heads down looking pretty sad a lot of people seem to be kind of rushing back and forth um, and a lot of people seem ill-equipped for the cold. You can see that most people don't seem to have coats on. Um, even people that are dragging um, uh, wood and timber and logging and stuff around this place. Um, a lot of the lumberjacks-looking men are just kind of in shirts, like not enough um, for the... It's pretty damn cold out there. Um, and as he brings you in, he says... Um, right, uh, closes the door. Well, I suppose I'm going to have to see what I'm looking at here. Your... Oh, uh... Right. Yes, uh, don't if you worry, feel around, more comfortable, uh, you can uh, step behind the curtain, drop your trousers, and yeah, that, that sounds like a plan. So I, I uh, head towards the the, uh, the curtain and uh, close it uh, enough so that there's uh, there's not even a gap, so that if uh, you know, if, uh, I'd, I'd probably be curious to see myself. Uh, I haven't taken a, a good look at my own bottom thing. Yeah, so I'm I'm quite nervous for this. Uh, so uh, pull down my pants uh, slowly until it reaches my ankles, and I'm like, "All right, all right, Doc, I'm ready for you." All right. He steps around the corner, um, and from the perspective of Ellie, you just you see him take a step back. Oh, um, in fact, there's probably a moment here where he goes, "Ah, you." Um, mm, yes, <laughs> yes, this is uh, rather terrible. What a Precisely happened here. Um, I got bit. Bitten by what? A wolf? I don't want to real. You know, I I don't even want to talk about it. It was it was some hard times. I let's just say I got bit, and yes. my whole left ass cheek is gone. Well, this is going to feel rather cold. He pulls out like a, a metal stick, and then uh, like just kind of taps at the bottom of the the saggy part of your 
of your butt cheek and and lifts it up and says ah yes exsanguated yes you did it did it drink fat within jeez I didn't realize it was like a deflated balloon back there. Uh, I believe that's exactly uh, what's happened. And yes, it's very poorly sutured. Was this done with magic? I yes. beg your pardon. I nope, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was it was kind of um, I wouldn't call it magic, but let's just say that we're not experts in the trade. Uh, yeah. Well, the problem with sealing things with magic is that there's no precision. You understand? So it just closes things up. It's, I think. Uh, just kind of stops it from killing you, but it doesn't really do anything for, uh, fixing how it looks, precisely. Well, mm. we were just focusing on the not dying part at, in the moment. Yeah. Oh, well, you're certainly not going to die. It's, it's, it's simply <laughs> grotesque, that's all. Just absolutely oh, grotesque. Oh, well, uh, I'm here for that reason. If, if you could perhaps, you know, make them make a little more even... Uh... Make them even. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do you practice in plastic surgery? <laughs> I can do it. Yes. You can? Yes, it should be. It should Wait, be an can I? Surgery. Can I like Inside look check into him? his? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to. I want. I want to check into his facial expression. Like, yeah. is he confident in what he's saying? Give me an uh, uh, an insight check. Okay. Because I don't know, you know, because... <laughs> All right. Whew. Insight. Here we go. Ten. Yeah. He seems pretty confident um, <laughs> in what in what he's saying that he can do to a degree. And he starts to just kind of like size you up a little bit. He says, I'll be honest, I've never done anything like this before, but <laughs> I have quite a good plan. You see, I... Uh, yeah? Yes, I've brought many... And he turns just to Ellie now. I've brought many people back, back from the brink of death, you understand. I have had to do some very strange things, invent all sorts of contraptions, and he turns and points towards the, the bed and says, an old gnomish design that I changed myself so that people could be better accessed, you understand, so that I can keep them alive. And he turns back <laughs> to the, the arse. Yes, well, Hello. this is going to be... This is going to be something, yes. You're probably going to be laid up for a while, though. I hope you've got somewhere comfortable that you can lay on your front. I'm going oh, to yeah. take the fat from your other ass cheek, and I'm going what? to place it into the deflated one. And Wait, then we're going you, to you can't, you pull can't the skin add? tight over them both. Yes, no, I can't add. No, unless you want <gasps> me to try and... I could take the fat from a pig. Yes, we've got no, some no, you, you know, no. that, that, that's perfectly fine, Dark. All right, fine, if it means uh, downgrading. I, uh, yes, you will, <laughs> might have a little bit of a flat arse, but it will be even. Oh, if it means having it whole again, fine. Let's do this, Dark. Right, yes. He turns around, takes a pad, a pen, and says, Well, let's see, this procedure is going to take me, I'm going to have to mark out an entire day for it, and, um... Looks you up and down. Yeah, yeah. Not from around here, then? No. Uh, well, technically, uh, I am, but I've never been around these parts. All right. On the run from the law? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm visiting a friend. Uh, we're, we're actually, uh, uh, yeah, uh, me and my granddaughter, uh, we're, we're going to see a friend here. She lives here. Oh, yes. Who would that be? Not to mention, I mean, do you think he could really run from the law? Look at him. 
Right, yeah, no, I suppose he probably so. stands out a little bit. Well, we get the type sometimes coming through here thinking they can. Understand? But they don't last yeah. long. I'll put it that way. Um. Oh, do you have a good uh, law enforcement here? You got good uh, people keeping the peace? Yes, we have peacekeepers. Oh, that's good. We've never, what are they like? Well, my family, actually, he turns to you again. My family are actually, uh, they sort of run this town, really. We've got a, oh. enough money to keep all of the uh, lawmen we need paid up. I understand. We have quite the chateau up in the north. Perhaps I could show you it over a glass of Solva wine later on. Oh, that would, I would love that. No, he's talking to me, Gramps, not you. I, well, I'm your chaperone. I, 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 you know, uh, I'd like to go. Yes, I can pencil you in for next week, perhaps the morning. Next week. Yes, I have an afternoon free there, but a morning would be better than in case anything uh, goes how about wrong. This? I, I have a Make deal sure for you. Could you, could you squeeze him in tomorrow? And maybe we could do that uh, date night tonight. Put with him tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow I'm really rather quite stacked. You see, everyone's fallen quite ill. There's not enough food in town anymore. Half of the farms have gone under. I'm sure really, you I am squeeze. all the town has to rely on in these difficult times, you understand. With all this early winter snow that's settling. Oh, it's just that we're it's kind of in a hurry. We got to get back to Alexandria. We have, you know, we have family there. We got to go take care of them. We thought we'd travel and see what other towns around us are like, but I see it's not much better here, is it? No, oh, I believe the snow is falling all over. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I might be able to fit him in tomorrow, yes. Uh, <gasps> I suppose so, on the assumption that you will be joining me for a nice glass of salt and wine. If you throw in some food, I'm in. Yes, well, I believe we have the very last boar in town. Oh, well, uh, okay. Hmm. I'll have the chefs prepare it to your liking. Oh, I'm not picky. <laughs> well, uh, yes, I suppose I can see what I can do for you, old man. Uh, I'll pencil you in for tomorrow morning, bright and early. This time tomorrow. Uh, I'll see you here, yes. and we'll make okay. sure that we get that cheek refilled. Uh, now, just Thank the you. dirty business of money, of course. I assume oh. you're good for it. Uh, well, I mean, uh, sure. It's a difficult procedure. Talking? Really isn't a... Something a, somewhat of a... Yes, I think we're considering I'll have to take off the afternoon as well. Make sure we've got the aftercare going. We'll get you some salves and things. Yes, it'll probably come to about 500 gold pieces. Wait, I, I, Experimental I, I surgery I like this, life. having to take my day off, pencil you in early. Yes, I think, uh, yes, I think that will be quite a bargain for you. <laughs> I have a bargain. Uh, the last time I got my ass done, it was it was half the price, and this is half this is half assed. Well, yes, of course, I, I, I am giving you uh, quite the discount. He looks over this at Ellie. Is discounted. Where are my senior citizen privileges now? Okay, don't I get a discount? I have no idea what you're saying. No, that'll be the price, I'm afraid. These are difficult times. I've got to make sure that my family can see through the winter, you understand? I mean, Gramps, if you want, if you want your, if you want your rear back, that's how you're going to get it. <laughs> and I'm looking at him like I'm, I'm encouraging him to say yes. You know what? Fine. Fine. 
tomorrow morning, bright and early. We're getting this done. I got your money. Yes, very well. I'll bring along the money and uh, I'll see you in the morning. I'll have to go yep. and purchase some new tools. And uh, yes, we'll get that. Artuk, fleshed out. And uh, he turns to you, to you Ellie. I, uh, I finish work, well, usually a little earlier, but I am very busy with the, what with the sick and the poor and all of the children in need of medical attention. So I'll be finishing a little late tonight at half past three in the afternoon. Okay, where do you want to meet? Here? Well, yes, if you want to come here or I can send for you. Uh, we'll meet here. Very It'd well. It'd just be easier. I already know what this is, you know, so. Yes, of course. Uh, I'll show you around. Well, not the town, but the chateau. Okay. Sounds great to me. Right, very well. Good day to you both. You don't mind if Gramps tags along. I mean, you can put him in a side room or something. Oh, he really like, does need to get I'm... some rest. You'll have to make sure you rest up tonight. No dancing, no drinking. Make sure uh -huh. you're laying down. Uh, for as much as you can, really. he, Yes, I understand. He, Perhaps we can. I can arrange for men to look after him if you'd like. Oh no, no, no! It, it's have someone not sit that with bad. him. No, it, you know no, what? It's... That would be great. Yeah, I'll arrange for someone. You bring him along with me, and we'll find someone to look after him. Okay. <sighs> Grabs. It'll be great. You'll get. You know, maybe you'll get uh, a glass of chateau as well, and we can continue on our date while you're in a room with a, a man taking care of you. Sounds like I'm just getting babysat. He, uh, he, he shows you towards the door, but he, he takes your hand, Ellie, and says, uh, um, your name, my maiden. Give Name's Ellie. Oh. Ellie. A name befitting of a beautiful elven princess. Oh, you, you flatter me. He, uh, he bows a little bit and says, I'm Lindis Pyreheart. I'm 27 years old. Good, good to know. Good day. Oh, are we are we saying ages? Oh, would never ask a lady. Good, you shouldn't. Of course not. Have a wonderful day. Beware, do not I, slip on the ice. I grab I grab Gramps's hand and I'm like, oh. come on, Gramps, we gotta go. We gotta yeah. get you some rest. Yeah, lots of rest. Big mm. date tonight for both of us. Oh yeah, mostly for you, but you know, yep, I'm just tagging along. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, as you guys step out um, the uh, of the, the doctor's office, you see um, Aura kind of rushing somewhat down the, the street. Sauna stepping out of the, uh, the, the small stone building that they uh, said was the library a little bit further up the street from you, heading towards your direction as the door closes behind you. Um, the doctor closes his door and goes, Oh my god, she's so hot! Ah! And falls down <laughs> on his thing um, and looks like a 17-year-old boy all of a sudden. <laughs> and that is where we're going to end today's session because it's time. It's time to end the session. <laughs> Thank you so much for playing players. Um, some, some stuff achieved. <laughs> that did not go at all how I thought it was going to go. I have a horrible feeling. That, oh, yeah. Um, or his life is about to be ruined. Everything yeah. is going to go yeah, wrong. If you ruin that date, my ass is... <laughs> oh. I'm not going to ruin that date. It's going to go swimmingly. Yeah. Um, yeah, horrible little rich um, frat boy. 
who thinks he's the heartthrob of the town. <laughs> um, oh, he's and he's also about a, to really think it. It's going to be great. He's also a plastic surgeon. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and connected to a family who absolutely hate Aura. That's really going to work out well. Um, Aura's off to find Alvin. And, uh, Ooh, I can't wait for that. Suna <laughs> is, is clutching her erotica books, following them as well, which is certainly something. Uh, we shall return next week. There will be an episode next week. It is the 22nd, which is uh, very close to Christmas holiday times, and it usually throws spanners in the works for a lot of our shows on Table Stories. So beware that. Uh, this coming week and the week after. Sometimes shows go a little crazy. Um, but there will be an episode next week. I don't know if it's A team, B team, C team, D team, something else. I don't know. So I'll see you then. I'm going to plan for multiple different outcomes. We'll see. Um, but until then, uh, we shall bid you adieu. Let's go around the uh, the table here, and you can tell people where they can find you and things. Except for Pocket, who's in a in indisclosed <laughs> hallway. Where are you? Are you streaming this week? What's the what's going on? Are you are you doing? Uh, things? I'm taking a few days off. I'm actually in Orlando right now. I'm getting my first tattoo uh, <laughs> from an artist I've been following for years, and then uh, just sort of taking photos around. It's it's like summer here still. It was like 80 and it, there's greenery everywhere. And so I'm like, well, I'm gonna take a bunch of photos. Is it like so. one of those, you just put whatever on me or have you already? No, I, I told him what I want. He like excels in making nerdy stuff of like video game characters and, and whatnot, like Star Wars even. And I told him what I want and uh, yeah, we're gonna, we we're gonna do it? it. Yeah, after tomorrow. Okay. So <laughs> okay. I'll be sure to post it at least in Discord. So I'm excited. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash pocket. I'll be back Wednesday, though. So I'm just staying for a few days. And uh, right now I am the darkness. Yeah. It's just really yeah. dark in here. I'm sorry. That's how it is. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. just how it is. Well, thanks for being here because it was probably annoying to have to set it up from a hallway, from a little corridor as you yeah, wasn't too bad. hide in a <laughs> tattoo artist's house that you've been following. Um, that's that's actually what's happening. <laughs> yeah, you meant you were literally following him physically around. Uh, he doesn't know it. Uh, what about you, KPP? Uh, I'm Katie Peters Plays. You can find me here on Twitch playing video games um, Wednesday, Fridays, and Sundays. And here again on Sunday for Dying Order. Um, yeah, I've just been... I play sci-fi and scary games. Okay. That's me. Okay. Thank you so much for letting us You're know. Welcome. And your home in Bame Village. Um, yes. Was it a weird experience? Yeah, I didn't expect to actually ever come here, so this has been interesting. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a it's a weird it's a weird one, because also it's it's not even the town that you remember, because it's mm -hmm. just so much weirdness happening that's going on. Um, and you've got all this strange extra pressure. I feel like there could easily be an entire campaign, which is just Aura's week, trying to just navigate this fucking village. Because um, I'm sitting there writing stuff for this village this week, and I'm like, place is going to be interesting for you to wander around in. 
Um, it's also just strange making like an entirely human village because I normally make like melting pot villages, but I was like, this one I feel like needs to just be pretty much like exclusively humans. There's maybe like two or three <laughs> elves in town. Um, there's like one dwarf that everyone hates, you know, it's just, that's it. And there's one gnome, right? There's like one of each everything else, but mostly it's just humans walking around. It looks like medieval Italy. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll see more of it next time. What about you, Disby? Where, where can people find you in the week? And what are you doing there? Oh, well, you can find me here on Twitch at DisbyRx, and uh, you'll probably see me playing lots of Red Dead Redemption 2 online. I've been completely, wholeheartedly addicted to that. Um, I do the whole roleplay thing as well, and as well as uh, here on Table Story Dying Order. So, yeah. Yeah. Today Is there anything to do in Red Dead Online yet? Oh, so much. They just released a bunch of new content. There's a new uh, role you can do, Moonshiners. There's lots. Because I'm lots about to complete the main game and I yes, don't you have need to another play game to play. So it's I guess, so fun. Yeah, it's it might so have fun. To be, might have to beat yeah. a case. Uh, all right. What about you, PB? <gasps> I'm Pumpkinberry, and you can find me at Twitch and Twitter at Pumpkinberry. I am playing through a really fun murder mystery game called Obradin. Um, where you have to, you have like 60 people on a boat that disappeared and or died or maybe survived and you have to just go through and try to figure it out through context and listening and clues. It's great. I'm having so much fun with that. Um, and Reaper Relay just ended, the finale just ended on Saturday, but all of the, the episodes are up on uh, YouTube, so you should totally check that out. And yeah, I'm here on Mondays as well. I'll be here tomorrow for ZBO. Um, the show that started out as a weird comedy anime show and has become a really dark anime show. So yeah, that's where you can find me. I have to psych myself up for every week now to be like, yeah, all right, it's pretty. Okay, here we go. Um, I'm really enjoying it though. It's really fun. Yeah, it's really really good. I wasn't um, expecting it to go where it did. So no, it, I mean yeah, it's 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 a crazy show that uh, I don't want to say anything in case it's spoilers, but it's it's Speaking definitely taking of some things. Crazy new shows. All right, I'm going to roll the trailer for something right now. I hope it works. I did this whole thing blind, as in I didn't test it. So uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. We will be back next week. Um, good chance it'll be the main gang, but who knows what's going on. We'll see you next time. Thanks for watching. Here's a trailer for something. <laughs>